Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello? where they can 
because it won't be really educated to why it's the people thing anyway. You know what I'm saying? With no education, you have neo-colonialism instead of colonialism, like you got in uh, Africa nine, like you got in uh, in, uh, in uh, Haiti. So what we're talking about is there has to be uh, an educational program. That's very important. As a matter of fact, we're so important for us that a person has to go through six weeks of our political education before we can consider himself a member of the party, able to even run out ideology for the party. Why? Because if they don't have an education, then they know where. You dig what I'm saying? They know where because they don't even know why they're doing what they're doing. You, you might get people caught up in the emotionless movement. Uh, you understand me? You might be able to get them caught up in because they're poor and they want something. And then if they're not educated, they want more. And before you know it, they'll be capitalists. And before you know it, we have Negro imperialists. Solid, I call it 
talk about us and stand by it. Yeah, murder these gamblers, it's divine order. We opposites, I reject the mixing like all the water. Africa for Africans, representing the world strong. I say shut them borders down and let us get a purge on. I can't take it loose, it's the hate that hate produce. I'm here to break the loose and fight the devil, ain't no truth. Raise it another level, shame the devil, say the truth. And look him in his eye when the enemy facing you. I can't stick it loose, it's the hate that hate produce. I'm here to break the loose and fight the devil, ain't no truth. Raise it another level, shame the devil, say the truth. And look him in his eye when the enemy facing you. Say no kuma, y'all buy my yacht, there's a war Double H famine, it's wartime. Devils want it all. We'll see for coexistence. Into separation, he's violently resistant. Cooper Tech, Bullet Cop, hit the deck when bullets fly. The devil won't change and needs to be euthanized. It's proofing this foolish mind. You will get used to blind. Suicide, trust in this cracker is suicide. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you know the play. He's talking juvenile and really don't hold no weight. Fighting hate with love sounds great in theory. But Never, ever, ever work in history. Name one place that this cracker went. Name one place that this cracker left alone. I bet that they was war prone. Keep a piece in your wardrobe and know the world's a war zone. I, I can't shake it loose. This the hate that hate produce. I'm here to break the loose and fight the devil. Ain't no truth. Raise it another level. Shame the devil. Say the truth. And look him in his eye when the enemy facing you. I can't shake it loose. This the hate that hate produce. I'm here to break the loose and fight the devil. Ain't no truth. Raise it another level. Shame the devil. Say the truth. And look him in his eye when the enemy facing you. Black Power, BB48, my hotel, smoking the feet on the ground radio. The brother born, let me let me get this right in first. So let me get on. Alright, real quick. Working right. Alright, alright, here we go. Alright, get this thing open. Let's get this right. Black Power, BB48, My Hotel, up to the Feet of the Ground Radio. Uh, tonight is news, news, and more news, so we're going to set it off right with a praise to the ancestors that's praying that turn of glory to God. Long live the spirit of Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad. Praise Harriet Tubman. Glory to Ida B. Wells. Long live the spirit of Sister Fannie Lou Hamer. Black Power, Black Power, Black Power. What's going on out there tonight, family? We're going to get it in. Put some news articles out there. Got a couple different things going on. There's a lot of shit popping off in the community. Um, but uh, with that being said, though, we're going to definitely have a nice night, put in, put in some stories that's most convenient. We got all different type of news. We got, you know, we got news from the, from the weird to the wild. We got... Um, Man, I'm saying we got a, a gang of shit. We we gonna talk about chemicals in your condoms. We talking about some transgenders getting shot inside of women's bathrooms. 
we're going to hit the, uh, you know, it's a, it's a lot of sexual, uh, uh, word, like a lot of white sex shit going on right cool. now. A lot of white sex in the, in, in the, in the news. Uh, also, we're going to hit the, uh, let me see, we're going to hit the, uh, a little bit of Ron Savage, the Ron Savage, the, the, the child molestation shit going down in New York, you know, just with the, on the hip-hop community. We're going to hit down there and just go keep it moving. Black Power. Black Power, Black Power. How you doing, brother boy? How you doing to the family? Black Power, Chief. Black Power, brother boy, and Sister K. Black Power, what's going on, Sister K? How are you tonight? I see a couple of the family out there, you know. Um, but what's going on out there tonight? How are you, brother Tim? This is the case. Uh, you know, everything, everything, black tactic, man. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, over here, over here with one lit. Shit, ready to get it in. Already, <laughs> already. Ready to do the right thing. Black Power, what's going on, Sister K? I spoke to Sister K earlier today. As a matter of fact, Sister K hit me with a um, with a text with some real important information. What's going on tonight, Sister K? Nothing much. Just, you know, took some time out to get on the call. Um, you know, just shout out everyone and, you know, see what's going on and, you know, just however I can help out with information. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, all right, all right. Well, listen, I'm going I'm to tell you, I'm going to tell you, right, that um, I don't want to get, man, you know, so we get into that it's the first story, man, there's just so much bullshit going on. Mm-hmm. There's so much shit going on. Let me tell you how this, though. I'm going to just do a couple health, uh, a couple things about health real quick. And, um, you know, these are things that most people already, these are things that uh, most of what we call uh, black conscious people, you know what I'm saying, you already know this, that fluoride is a neurotoxin. But now fluoride has been officially classified. Hold on, let me get this article to open up, right? But uh, fluoride has been officially classified as a neurotoxin in the world's most prestigious medical journal. Um, let's see right here. Um, there's safe ways to provide fluoride to your teeth if your teeth are deficient. A simple one-time gel treatment lasting 15 minutes is good enough to last a lifetime. What is hardly safe, according to this work, is chronic exposure um, so it needs to be, uh, let me see, this is an out-of-control marketing scheme with dentists providing uninformed testimonials back in the day. It needs to be shut down, and public health needs to test teenagers and young adults for dental fluoride deficiency, although it will likely be already dealt with by dentists. Um, let me see. All right, let me see. Now, a report from the world's oldest and most prestigious medical journal, The Lancet, has officially classified fluoride as a neurotoxin in the same category as arsenic, lead, and mercury. The news was broken by author Stephen Smile, who cited a report published in Lancet Neurology, Volume 13, Issue 3, in March 2014, edition by authors Dr. Philip Granjon and Philip Philippe Granjon and Philip J. J. Langridgen, Langridgen, whatever. Some some cracker stuff that I can't pronounce. Landrogen, something. Landrogen, Landrogen, L A N D R I G A N M D. The report was officially released in 2015 and published in a journal. 
As noted in the summary of the report, a systematic review identified five different similar industrial chemicals as developmental neurotoxins, lead, methylmercury, polychlorinated biphenyls, arsenic, and tulium. The summary goes on to state that the six additional developmental neurotoxins have also now been identified, manganese, fluoride, chlorpyphorols, Dichlorodiphenyl trichlorothane, tetrachlorothalene, and polybrominated diphenyl ethers. The authors added that even more of these neurotoxic neurotoxicants remain undiscovered. Also in the report, they noted that the neurodevelopmental disabilities include attention deficit hyperactive attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, dyslexia, and other cognitive impairments are now affecting millions of children worldwide in what they call a pandemic of developmental neurotoxicity. Uh, let's see. Because of the documented health risks of fluoride, many people have launched campaigns to remove the chemical from their water supply to varying degrees of success. Such initiatives usually begin um, through, the, through the are often, I think, uh, I don't know. It's, I believe they got a. I think they got a miss. Uh, I think they miswrote something right here. I think the editor missed something. But I'm gonna read it again. Such initiatives usually begin through the are often controversial and emotionally charged because of the reputation fluoride still enjoys among mainstream dentistry practitioners. In addition to fluoride in city water supplies. The substance can also be found in certain foods, especially in heavily processed brands of tea that may be grown in polluted areas. If you ever noticed the warnings on toothpaste labels, you probably know just how serious fluoride poisoning can be, especially for children if they swallow too much at one time. All right, um, let me keep going down here. The report coincides with a 2013 finding at Harvard University. Um, everybody's thinking that... <coughs> Fluoridated waters have significantly uh, people who can who consume children that consume uh, highly fluoridated water have significantly lower IQ scores than those who live in areas with low amounts of fluoride in the water supply. Um, sodium fluoride in drinking water has also been linked to various cancers. Uh, it is functioning differently than naturally occurring calcium fluoride and commonly added to drinking water supplies and used by dentists who posit that it is useful for dental health. <clears throat> Let's see. And, uh, you know, they just started telling you about the different European countries. The, the, the article goes on. I'm going to place this in the group. The article goes on and on and on. It just uh, speaks on the different European countries that ban, that um, basically ban fluoride. But uh, I just wanted to say, you know, fluoride is one of those things that for for years has been uh, controversial. We see that fluoride is a main ingredient in rat poisoning. Also, fluoride was uh, spoken of um, via the Russian army where they were utilizing it in order to keep prisoners docile in order for them to uh, have a lower guard-to-prisoner ratio. You know, fluoride was... uh, was shown and proved to be something that would keep people in a more calmer um, type of state. So, you know, I just want to put that out there to the family. And if anybody had um, 
any questions on it, you know, just uh, add on or uh, uh, anything about fluoride that you know of, like problems. I mean, could you get a, a family like some other alternatives? So, well, uh, I mean, most people have, you know, most people really know like, nothing but to get some crest or, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> top, whatever, whatever the fucking name of them two places is, you know, could you give them some other opportunities, some other alternatives? You know, listen, right, like uh, fluoride, it do, it is natural. And they got a certain type of natural fluoride, but it's not nothing that you really, uh, it, um, fluoride is not something you really need in your body. Like they, like it's some, it's some shit that they thought, like they, it's more of a lie than anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They tell you you need fluoride in your body. It's going to strengthen your teeth and all this shit, but this is just, this is just, Scientific madness that they that they've written up and utilized through the they've utilized it and um to, to sell their products. Did the marketing, marketing, marketing. It's a marketing Pop. tool. It's a marketing tool, but it's not only is it a marketing. It's it's wild how they use it because they market it like a, like as something that will help your teeth get strong. But really, the real purpose of it is to dumb down the population of people wherever it's being used at. You know what I mean? And that's what the science, that's what the scientists really understand. And that's the real purpose of fluoride being utilized inside America so heavily with this side, not only inside but also inside of water supplies. And if yeah. anyone ever noticed, children's, children's toothpaste normally has five to ten times more fluoride in it than adult toothpaste. Man. So they really attack it the mind of the youth, because if you start to deteriorate the mind when it's young, then you are, you already crippled it when, by the time you get an adult. You, don't, you ain't really worried about it. You know they slow, they're going to just do what they told. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't, you know, I'm looking for, but I'm looking for uh, 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 a alternative, let's see, alternative, but I use like natural toothpaste and it don't really have no alternative, like, you know, maybe you know, maybe you could use some extra vitamin D or something like that, but not really, you know what I'm saying? Fluoride really has no beneficial, you know what I mean? The fluoride that they're giving us, it has no benefit to the body. Yeah. Black Power, Sam. Black Power. Black Power, what's going on, Brother Griff? Oh, Black Power. Chill, brother Griff, man. It's, it's Black Power with you, Brother Tim. Black Power, family. Man, it's funny you saying that, though, because when I go to the, the dentist, I'll be telling them, you know, I've been going to this dentist for for about the last twelve years or whatever. It's some it's some, it's some wazungus too, you know what I'm saying? But you know, they've been I've been dealing with this dude's dad, and now his son has taken up some of the uh, wazungus, basically, you know what I'm saying, Europeans and shit. But they took it over to practice. So uh, I told him about maybe four years ago that I didn't want him to use full ride on me or my daughter, and they was like, oh, okay, okay. But, uh, you know, they let my mom know and shit. My mom, like, why are you going up in there raising hell like you know something about some damn fluoride? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not no damn doctor. This And I said, Mom, fluoride is a mind-controlled substance. You know what I'm saying? So I broke it down to her. So then anybody went in, when I went in for a treatment, one of the, uh, one of the little uh, cat, the, the chicks who do the cleaning was like, yeah, so uh, why don't you like the fluoride? And I said, well, what does the fluoride do? 
she was like, well, you see, your teeth has little pores, very small pores in it, and the fluoride fills those pores in, so, you, you know, you can't get cavities as easy. So I said, well, usually when the body is designed, each uh, uh, aspect of the body has a specific function. I said, did you ever, do you know what those pores are, are for, like what they do and why they're there for the, for the enamel of the teeth? She was like, well, you know what? I never did think of that. I never asked that. And I said, yeah, okay. I said, well, yeah, you know, some research that I've done says, this, you know, it's not something that's even preventative as much as it might do harm. It doesn't prevent necessarily cavities. So there's no real serious proof that a person who's using fluoride is much less likely to get cavities than somebody who brushes their teeth, keeps their teeth clean, and don't use fluoride. But she couldn't even tell me. She said, they, it, it, you know, it fills the pores in. I'm like, those pores probably have a vile function. So do you know what that function is? She's like, no, nah, I, I don't know that. I never asked them when I was in school. I said, oh, okay. This is the type of shit crackers do, though. They come up with something to reverse a specific function of the body when they don't even know what the function was for in the first fucking place. I say on that. You know, definitely, that's true. That's true. You know, you're saying that, man, my daughter was just at the dentist the other day, man. They, they go over there to the people, and they tell them, oh, listen, man, you know, um, don't want no fluoride, you know what I'm saying? No fluoride, and the dentist has the same thing. Why? You know, it's it's good for you. Like, now it's poison. No, it's a poison. Oh, no, no, it's not. All right. I tell, I tell them, listen, all the time, don't even argue with them. You tell them what you don't want, you don't even argue. Hey. You, yo, just long as, look, I said I don't want this, don't give it to me. That's that's the bottom line. That's <laughs> bottom line, because that's how that's, that's normally how, how it goes. Because a lot of times people do not they they don't respect uh they don't respect uh scientific information. A lot of times people don't respect scientific information from people without a bunch of letters behind their name. Especially no niggas. You feel me? Especially the black man. Like the black man. No, I was just saying, you know, it's it's hard for you to you know, it's hard for you to convince people that you know what you you're speaking on. When you don't have a lot of those letters behind your name, and you look, and you know, you coming as a, a regular, regular nigga just talking, telling me something. Who is you to tell me what's going on? I got to be faithful. And they know, because what it is is, and I said, uh, when I seen her, when I went back for another cleaning at a later time, she was like, oh, a lot of people's been coming in. Crackers been coming in saying that they don't want no goddamn fluoride. So now all of a sudden, this shit is worthy of being checked out as to what the fuck. Well, you know, we have some places. Yeah. <laughs> you got some crackers coming in saying it. So now it's like, oh, are you serious? Oh, I didn't know that. Like the nigga who came in last week never said that to me. Mm-hmm. I, think, but I, think another, uh, I think another product that they go have the same kind of issue with is this hand sanitizer, bro. You know what I'm saying? They 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 had a lot of the uh, chemicals in this hand sanitizer to even take away the good uh the good bacteria off of your off of your shit. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh-huh. you know, and so like a lot of people using a whole lot of this shit, really thinking, you know, nigga, I'm, you got to stay clean, my nigga. You feel me? But it, but really, you know, you know what I'm saying? Might be an issue of what they have snuck in this motherfucker. Because you really can't use too much of it. You feel me? Yo, you know, that hand sanitizer thing has become a phenomenon. It's, 
everywhere. You know, they they at all any hospital, any hospital you go to has they they have a, just a numerous amount of these Purell uh, type of mm-hmm. everywhere, and this is supposed to be like pure alcohol on your hands. And I'm always wary. You know, I understand nature, and I'm always wary of people who try to eliminate all germs because this right there alone lets me know that you in, your mind state is off and you don't understand how the body how the body builds defense. If you never give the body a chance to build defense, then you are just uh, setting your body up to Susceptible be to anything. Yeah. Yes, square business. Square business. All right, go ahead, go ahead. What you say, Chief? No, I was just agreeing with you, bro. I said No, you know what I'm saying? You know, you, you are you're setting your body up to be destroyed by something that would be minor in any other circumstance, but because your body never got a chance to de- build up any defense to it, when it comes, it's like a pandemic. That's why I don't take all these flu vaccines, all these different type of things, but I try to stay, you know, I try to stay away from that stuff, and especially that, that hand sanitizer, man. I... I I, I just seen the spike in that. I was like, yo, something. And I used, I used to use when it first came out. I was like, yeah, all right. But then I was like, yo, what? I'm like, well, what? well, you have to understand, but well, from from the marketing perspective, you know, what I'm saying you have to make a need for something. You have to make a you have to make the demand there. You know what I'm saying? So of course you would. I mean, they don't really have the ethical code, my nigga. You feel me to say, man? Okay, this is this. This might fuck a few people up. They they they're not gonna let that stop them. Yeah. You feel me? Just like what you was talking about with the, with the uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, shit for your teeth. You know well, what I'm saying? It's the same. It's the same shit. They knew that shit from the start that it was gonna fuck mm-hmm. you up. But they don't have the ethical code, my nigga, to say, nigga. You feel, they have an ethical code written. I mean, it's there, but they don't. They they don't follow that shit, man. They don't give a fuck about that shit. In the end, nigga, we gonna nigga market this shit as fluoride is good, my nigga. Yeah. Now you saying you saying that there is no ethical code, and we're gonna move on to another uh, uh, story. But what you saying that where they find a chemical and they find a use for it, this is how we got what is known as margarine, where they don't have an ethical code. So they would take something that is one atom away from being plastic and was once used as a greasing element for for car engines. But they decided that, listen, you know what, this has a very low, it has a low uh, heating, you know, it melts at a very low temperature. It has no calories, and we can flavor it. <laughs> and so what they did was they gave it to us as an alternative butter. So you wouldn't get As an alternative. Goddamn. It was an alternative to butter. You know, coming up with the butter gives you all this cholesterol. They were telling people, you know, you don't want to get high cholesterol. And we got something for you that won't give you no cholesterol, don't got no calories. But they're not telling you that you basically are spreading plastic, hot plastic on your bread, <laughs> plastic inside your cake, your bacon. I believe that. Oh, go ahead. You know, it, you're giving it to us. Right behind. Mm-hmm. No, I said I believe that. I agree with that. Yep. Now, but that's what, that is, and if people to look it up, if you look up what margarine is made out of, I'm telling you, it's one, one atom away <laughs> from plastic. <laughs> 
That's that's crazy, bro. That is Not crazy. Me. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, this is what these motherfuckers do, my nigga. You feel me? Like I know it. And, I mean, it sounds with, with, the, with the marketing that I know what they they tell you is your whole your whole motherfucking uh, objective is to create a motherfucking is to make a motherfucker feel like they need something that they don't have really no no need for in their life, but you have to make them feel like they cannot do without the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and when you look at this kind of shit, what did they do with the butter? They they gave it to us as an alternative, and it has health benefits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So a motherfucker that's, that's trying to say, damn, I, I, I like butter on my shit. But damn, I really know I can't take that. You know what I'm saying? You I think, can't do this. I'm going to do this. But you're thinking you're lowering your cholesterol. You think you're lowering this. But you're putting plastic in your body, so you set yourself up for 10 years later to have a cancer. Instead of, you yeah. know, instead of you worrying about clogged arteries, now you got to worry about gallbladder cancer, prostate cancer, thyroid cancer cancer in your breast, or whatever the hell cancer is going to give you, because I don't give a damn what you say. Plastic. Plastic in its own self. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, that's something for another time. I'm, I'm about to really get this stuff right, but I think plastic is a major cause of cancers inside of, of just people, period, but definitely in black people. Today, I really do think that, they, that, can, that cancer, that all this plastic that we have around us, it's definitely a detrimental. It's detrimental because it's, it, the way that you create plastic is so poisonous and toxic that I... You're I, goddamn I, right. Yeah, You're I goddamn can't right. How it should be better have all this plastic around us all the time. I'm talking about we got plastic phones, plastic this, your plastic laptop, your plastic TV, your plastic cups, your plastic bottles, your plastic... And everything. The plastic on the windows, the plastic on all your cars. Now, I'm talking about this plastic... Everywhere you can't get you can't get around this shit. This shit is everywhere. The plastic bags and and just I, I think that there's a certain toxicity in there that is lowering our life, man. Well, I'm going, I'm, you know, I'm not going to uh, dwell well, on that. Nice. I don't have no article on that right now, but I'm really well, you know this, brother born. A lot of everything you see that's made out of plastic has a petroleum base, so it allows them also to be able to manipulate using the oil as opposed to just using it for, like, cars and shit, you know what I'm saying, for fuel purposes. They making goods out of this shit. That's, so, why, I, that's why I want to get into it because oil, so oil is the blood of the planet. Oil is the blood of the planet. Now, people, you got to really think about this. The oil, when you die, if you've seen any animal die, and you might have seen one die and it's been on a, on a concrete or something, if you moved it, you will see the oil on the ground. From that body breaking down and decaying. Frozen, yeah. It's oils that come up out of that. So that's where all these oils that we got in the ground is coming up out of the bodies that are breaking down and going back, and then they pulling up this this matter and adding certain uh, elements to it, taking certain elements away, and putting a lot of death around us. I'm saying they putting death all around us now. Now you got to realize this: that all that blood, blood, you know, and that oil that's down in the ground is significant of a life and a death. But the way that they bring it out, it only is representative of death. To me, I, and maybe I might be wrong, but, you know, Brother Boy just looking into the shit and it just seemed weird to me. I'm going to move on to the next story, but this shit seemed weird to me. 
And now I'm going to go to this other thing with health-wise, and we're going to talk about these um, these chemicals that they done put inside the condom. <laughs> you know, you know, we all unheard of it. You know, um, so it says, let me see, let me see. Condoms found to contain toxic chemicals and hormone disruptors. <laughs> uh, I, I will play this, but they say spermicides act to kill sperm and prevent STDs. The problem is that most spermicides contain naloxone 9, a chemical that kills skin cells in the vaginal and rectal wall. What the? Well, who kids are? Well, all right. Well, these white people writing this. So, these white folk writing this. All right. A rectal wall, which increases the chances of catching STD, a urinary tract infection in the long term. Parabens are used as preservatives but act as hormone disruptors, which is not good because you are placing these parabens directly on an area of your body that produces hormones. Doesn't make any sense. Benzocaine is used as a numbing agent to help you last longer, but is this necessary? It won't make much of a difference, and this has been reported to cause swelling, itching, sweating, and dizziness. It lowers the pleasure of the sexual experience and is not natural. It's just another chemical your body has to deal with. Glycerin, found on condoms, is used as a lubricant with the chance of getting yeast infection because it's essentially a sugar waiting around bacteria in that area. Not the best combination. You can use coconut oil as a natural lubricant, and coconut oil is antibacterial and will help to avoid potential yeast infections. These were just three of the... Uh, Different top with four of the different toxins that is found inside a uh, inside a condom, which will definitely cause problems to you or your or your sexual partner. Damn, that's crazy. So you know they try and kill you. They try to kill you. Don't believe, don't believe the hype that they love you. Mm-hmm. Once again, once again, it's through a product that's meant to help you, bro. See, this is this is the craziest, nigga. The craziest, my nigga. No, but listen, it's marketing. You know, like you said, they market it through things that are used as like life. They, well, the kind of name is lifestyle, but they're a lifestyle type of uh, <laughs> product. You know what I mean? These are deal with your life. You know, you you, you want to be. All right, let's protect myself. I want to be protected. Take steps. But if I, you using a protection that's killing you. A protection that's, that's killing you, you man. It's breaking your skin down, breaking the woman down. She's going to be more able, more more chance to get caught up with an STD. You get Boy, more yeah. chance to get an STD because you're using a chemical on your penis that's breaking the skin down. Mm-hmm. Now that's, that right there alone, that's crazy. But then... They give you a, a hormone disruptor. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, exactly. why would you be putting hormones, like hormone disruptors, that right there? You know, all right, imagine these hormone disruptors. See, they left inside the body. You end up getting pregnant with some of these hormone disruptors still inside your system. You're starting to develop a child. Babies coming, born with hormone disruptors already inside the body. Then now when they come out, they're already hormonally challenged. Yeah. I mean, well, when you think about it, brother, born the, the, I mean, let's be, we want to be 100 with it, man. The, 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 uh, 
the condom itself is one of those hormone disruptors, man. You feel me? I mean, that's not okay. a, a, a mm-hmm. normal, uh, that's not supposed to be there. You feel me? I mean, it's not. Mm-hmm. So, so, so it's not. The whole prophylactic in his own stuff, the whole plastic in his own stuff is, what, is a whole problem, a whole total another problem. Let alone if you're using lambskin. I don't know what the fucking nigga be putting up. Listen, listen. Listen. When I understood, when I found out what lambskin condom meant, and you know you hear that. When I found and heard that, I really didn't know. I'm lamb. So you really ain't thinking lambskin for real? You thinking like you yeah, you thinking like it's an alternative. You just like okay, something different than motherfucking latex. All right, all right, I got you. But you're yeah. not really thinking that no, this lamb skin. No, really, we done took the skin from a lamb. We done took the insides of a lamb, cleaned it out, put made it in a fashion to put on your penis. And when I learned that this really came from white folks because they used to pass down their lambskin condoms back in the day, mm. long time ago. In their early savagery days, that the our father would give his lambskin condom to his son, like like you know, like you pass <laughs> good tie, you know, like you pass your good tie down from father to son. You know, my father gave me some good ties, but you know, in them days, they passed down the old lambskin that everybody didn't have. <laughs> so you know, this is savage we dealing with. This is savage. This is savage. Remember the two health stories I wanted to throw in real quick. I wanted to throw them two health stories in just to let us know, you know, beware of, you know, a lot of these uh, different toothpastes that you're using. Um, be aware that fluoride is a neurotoxin. That is not something that, you, you know, we're just speaking on, but it's something that you can look up and it will be as a neurotoxin. Yeah, because they, they got us in this position right now, man. I mean, like we like I just said, the, the condom really ain't supposed to even be there. So, you know what I'm saying? But, but you got us in this position where you, 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 I mean, if you're single out here, bro, you got to have one. You got to use it. You know what I'm saying? So it's giving you no choice but to goddamn kill your goddamn self. Well, the thing is, you know what I'm Fuck saying? Yourself, if a motherfucker do their homework, you might be able to actually find a natural contraceptive that's made from a substance or material that's not going to do you as much harm is as any. much harm. I say, I say, but already. Uh, make your own. <laughs> uh, make your yeah, right? own. Oh, but think about, but think about the masses of the people. Bro. The masses of the people are not going They, you know what I'm saying? We don't know how powerful this motherfucking TV is, my nigga. And this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? The the the, the power advertising and shit, my nigga. Like, like, you see this shit, my nigga, this shit telling you, my nigga, go get your motherfucking lifestyle or go get you the, the gold package, nigga. You know what I'm saying, nigga? Tell me, I got the gold package, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you going to goddamn do this shit thinking, you know what I'm saying? Well, the truth is, is, most motherfuckers is not going to look into it, look at the back in the, you know what I'm saying, the, the right. ingredients and this and this. Most niggas, nine out of ten niggas not finna do that. Now, that's why you know you're saying that it got to be a campaign that, you know, that's something that got to be pushed to understanding of what's in there. And then, you know, we got we to think of an alternative way, you know, uh, 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 keeping ourselves safe. You know what I mean? A lot of, a lot of cats, you know what I'm saying? We just 
So because of or because of our lifestyle, living in this culture here, you know what I'm saying? It's so reckless. It's sex. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so sexually reckless that you know it's like it's hard to tell people, yo, listen, man, you shouldn't be using rubbers because it's going to do this to you right here. Because then you're looking at, well, look, man, you might be messing around with who knows. Who knows how many females in a week? You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. And who know what they doing? So there it goes. You know, so it's like, it's that, it's that type of, you know, it's like the Catch-22 where we where you weighing it like, all right, we're, does the good outweigh the bad? When we shouldn't even be having to make these choices, that's when you know you're in the devil playground. When you got to make the um, two different goddamn evils. Well, the thing is, too, big bro, our peoples need to slow down a little bit as far as just, you know what I'm saying, fucking all the time, man. If you got a queen, you know what I'm saying, if you ain't in a relationship, you know what I'm saying, you know you risking shit. Now you fucking with this chick you just met or you fucking with the dude you just met him, and you start kicking it with the nigga letting him dock your shit too soon, you got to slow down, do your science on the individual real quick. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, the society's so sexually driven, high charge, but we as, you know what I'm saying, adults, nigga, uh, uh, soldier, motherfucker, you're going to have to make some conscious, disciplined decisions. Like, all right, I got to slow the fuck down, especially niggas know shit out here now. Yeah, yeah, reckless. Yeah. When that you reckless shit. And then niggas, go ahead, go ahead. Nah, you cool. You saying? Niggas got to start, ladies, you know what I mean? We got to start sitting back, giving a little more thought to what the fuck we getting our, you know, putting our, putting ourselves into. That's something that's a must. Well, that that's that, but that's not gonna happen, bro. People just let the fuck. So that's you not. Feel me? That no, I'm saying. with you. But, so, but, so when so you do that, that shit, nigga, what has to happen is a, a raising awareness some kind of way. Though. My bad, man. No, no, I'm saying that's what the thing is. It's about raising awareness, man, and an understanding of what's going on. Like y'all, I'm saying once you get like one of the reasons why a lot of uh, one of the reasons why people engage in sex. Under 16, 17 years old, 18 years old is because of the shit that's pushed out to them. It ain't because that, you know, you start to become sexually, uh, uh, you know, um, maybe curious, 16 years old. If I think they're probably like going normal, but anything under that, normally what's really going on is you just being sexually advanced upon by all different type of shit that's already out there that's pushed towards that angle that you got to have sex right now. So we do have, we have to have a, a twofold. It got to be a re-education, which we always talk about. It got to be a re-education and a re, and we got to re-center uh, our culture on what's what's going to be the proper culture for us because we're not going to be able to stop people from having sex, but we can make them less reckless in how they having sex. You know what I'm saying? As many partners as they have it by making them aware of exactly what the fuck is going on out here. You know what I mean? I, you know, so it is. Yeah. You know, I'm seeing a double thing nowadays, right? I'm seeing young girls who I'm like, damn, I would have thought you would have been pregnant by 18, but they pregnant at 25, and they pregnant and got a little boyfriend, and they trying to do the they trying to do the man and yeah. man and yeah. woman trying to build family. Then I see the other, and at the same time, where I'm like, damn, shorty, you pregnant? You 14? Your mother your mother just turned 29. What the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? Where is that type of situation out here? It's the good and the bad at the same time. So we can see, we can see us transitioning in certain areas. In certain areas, we not. So we just got to keep it. Just got to keep it pushing. Be be aware. Be aware, though, man, of what you're putting on yourself to try to prevent something because it might be giving you something worse than what than what you thought you was getting rid of. 
You know what I mean? That's 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 where I'm coming out with it. You know what I'm saying? And then like now we're gonna say the sister I wanna have sister Kate come in with that with that um article that he that um with that with that article that we were talking about that bill. Did you you got it pulled up or you got the article or I'm gonna pull it up? You you can pull it up. I'm sorry, just step back on. All right, all right. The one off uh, Facebook is that the one you're pulling up? No, the one you sent me the text. Sent me the text, the marquee bill. Let me let me get it back again. Okay. Oh no, the reason why I mentioned that is because um, there was uh, I don't did you even notice that um on Facebook, um, Savage's friend, Facebook friend. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen, yeah. I've seen the post. I've seen the post. I seen the post and I was like, damn. I said, hmm, that's interesting as hell. Now the white girl, right. like you know, the white girl is really pushing now. Now they, now they got an article, a big article with the with the cracker girl pushing for hello. Uh, <laughs> pushing for what, bro? Stop playing, for real. That's why I said, wait a, big, a minute. Oh, oh, listen, right? They got a mm-hmm. big ass article, right? They put a big article of this of this white girl who got who who got uh allegedly sexually molested, right? Now. Is really on the back of the Africa Bambada story right. and the and the boy mm-hmm. Von Savage. It's really they piggybacking off of that, but they got this girl a big ass story about how now, um, how she feels so strong and empowered now that she's not the only person who's been molested, and how she really want to fight to change child molestation laws. And then they got the brother like a little article with the brother when really the whole energy for this shit right now is all for black people. Yeah. Now right, and when I, oh, sorry. Go ahead, no, I was gonna say, when I saw the article, it pissed me off. So I'm like, wait a minute, let me just look into this a little further. Then I came across uh, Marky's bill, which you're about to um to pull up. It, it goes deeper than that. Mhm. Because uh, my interpretation of the bill, you know, until you pull it up, is basically um they're fighting for um private school kids to be able to sue, you know, to um you know, get rid of the statute of limitations for private school students to be able to sue if they were um, molested. Oh. So I'm like, okay, what about the public school? The public school oh. consists more of our children. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, let, let me see. Well, like the they, is, they're trying to hijack it now. They ain't going to let that shit go, like, across the board because you got too many fucking freaky little small hats and shit. They thriving mm-hmm. off of this shit. Yeah, they, like, they ain't gonna create. <laughs> they ain't gonna create some shit that's gonna bang up, bang against them. You got niggas getting caught. You see a story about the judge. You just got caught up. This nigga had like four thousand pictures of child porn and shit. He, he mm-hmm. resigned and shit. Yeah, forty six hundred. What the fuck? Photos of wow have been have been taking dudes have been have been giving cash charges. Make them come to his house. And take pictures of them while they mowing the grass, get naked, mm-hmm. get naked, get naked, yo. And I'm gonna take pictures of you. He, he, this is what he's doing. He's for the last ten years, he's been bringing uh, criminals by his house, taking pictures of them and shit. Wow. He was doing his own uh, rehabilitation program on him. You know. <laughs> oh, wow. He was rehabilitating him. Bro, kind of freaky cracker beast we dealing with, man. Mm-hmm. And it's the same motherfucker from from the Romans and shit from the BC. It was just uh, three same motherfuckers from three hundred. 
Type in New York State Marky Bill. Type in New York because I keep saying Marky Bill is New York State Marky Bill. Yeah. I got the – well, maybe I should put it in the other order because I I put it in Marky Bill and then put New York State after. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. It just keeps giving me a Daily News article. Daily News, it keeps giving me article after article, but not just a summary of the bill. I'm looking for the bill itself. You know, what's funny too, Brother Gorn, you saying that about – and you and the sister saying that about how they piggybacked off of Ron Savage shit. Mm-hmm. Now, the here's the deal. Now, when a motherfucking cracker get molested and they go to use this bill and use this uh, legal promo facey in the court mm-hmm. of law, they're going to use that shit like it's supposed to be used. Now, when a black person come in there and try to use the same shit, they're going to make you look like you deserve the shit. Yeah. And, oh, this don't mm-hmm. work for you like that. See, this is a catch-22 just because the niggas see the shit on paper. They're like, okay, yeah, we're going to use this just like the stand-your-ground shit. Mm-hmm. When his sister fired the shots in the air in Florida and used the stand-your-ground, she got, like, what, 25 years or some shit? Ain't even shoot nobody. Right. Mm-hmm. So we got to be on our P's. Like, nigga, we're not going to be able to use these laws. This legislation, even if they pass it, when it comes to us, man, this shit don't apply. It right. just don't. Unless we start doing what Baba Maddox said. I'm sorry, brother. Go ahead. No, you cool. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, when Bob, um, Baba Maddox is telling us to write our own um, laws, we need to write. We need to write. We don't have white people write it for us. We do it. Mm-hmm. And not only, see, that's the thing, though, sis. Okay, we can write that shit up, but then we got to have a motherfucking enforcement squad to go out there and yeah. shit don't get met. Sure. Nigga, mm-hmm. we coming to sure. see you. Fuck the boys. That's why I gotta write it though. That's one of the things you know. That's that's one thing that I that I realized though is that you know you gotta have something to protect. If don't nobody lay nothing down, then you can't have nobody for no, 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 no doubt. And, 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 and that's, that's, that's like, listen, really this is what we about, man. This right here. Now y'all niggas, now we gotta stand on it. This right here, man. We standing on this, you know, because a, a lot of times we got people who willing to protect stuff, but we don't got no cause. Ain't no mm-hmm. cause. Uh, ain't no cause. You right. Yeah, ain't no code and ain't no cause. It's like, yo, what is our cause? What are we, you know, what are Living we standing on? Living the cycle, huh? Yeah, and what, you know, what is, you know, and, and it's just like, it's, and, and it's a lot of different individual fights. So we got to have something laid down, like, all right, this is what we stand on on this on this subject right here, man. This who, and this is how we going, and this is what our justice is going to be, or this is going to be the recourse if you go against this law right here, regardless if we put the mm-hmm. law. If the law is legislated in the state or the feds, or if the law is just legislated with inside of the community. But, bro, remember mm-hmm. we did have a certain law. We had a no snitching rule. It was a time where a nigga would get, get his wig peeled if he nigga was snitching. It was just, it was just a, 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 it was a rule. It was a rule of thumb. Niggas wasn't talking like that. It was a time when motherfuckers would get laid down if Nick found out that you were snitching, working with the police in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Now, Remember that? What happened, you see, that's part of it, right? But what, what happened is that that, it never became, it's part of something that, that, was, that uh, should have been a cold, but it was never laid down, is that that's, that's the law, and this is the penalty, and this is going to be the penalty forever. It, well, you know it, what? it varied upon who did this thing. It started to vary 
Oh, if you told because of this, so then you, then you got the variances where people can't hold you, can't hold it because now it don't apply to everybody the same way. Well, you know what? My so it starts breaking. Some people, get, some people get in trouble for snitching. Some people don't. So it depends on what you're told on. It depends on what you're dealing with. What is snitching? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because see, then people try to apply it. You can't apply no snitching to the regular working people because no mm-hmm. snitching to me only apply to criminals. No snitching apply to criminals and people committing crimes. Because if I'm a, you meant, like, if I'm a regular citizen, right, I don't commit no crime, I don't do nothing. You do something to me, I'm not no gorilla, I don't do nothing. How am I supposed to get a recourse? If I can't get recourse, how am I supposed to get it? Am I supposed to not, you know, you, you bust my daughter in the head. I ain't no killer. What am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. No, no. Am I snitching? You a criminal. You a motherfucker. You a thief. You run around robbing people all the time, and you bust my daughter in the head. Now, what am I supposed to do? Not call the police? Mm-hmm. What right. You right. Now, right. If I'm a criminal like you, if I commit crime too, and you commit crime, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. you do something that's a crime, and I don't like it, then I can't go tell on you. I'm not, I'm, I got to do a handle that. Because we're into the same thing. We're into the same yeah. thing. We're in the same type of uh, uh, situation. But I can't, yeah. you know, it's, when that no snitching thing, man, it's hard to apply that to everybody. Because what you supposed to tell grandma? Huh. Niggas bust the oh, no, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? What you supposed to tell grandma? Yeah. Grandma, don't call the cops. Who's your supposed the to call? Uh, Granny ain't thing, about their life. The thing is, like, see, this is what happens when the motherfucking uh, police come into the black community and destabilize groups like the Black Panthers, you know what I'm saying, groups that were a type of, 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 of dynamic of enforcement. You see what I'm True. saying? When True. you get rid of these types of, of, of grassroots organizations, you, Davis, you destabilize the community to where you ain't got nobody to come address that shit to. But guess what? Niggas take that shit right to the man. They go right to the court systems. Yeah, I want five child support. I want to do this. I want to do that. Nah, nah, nah. We don't even need to deal with y'all. But they knew that when they executed the COINTELPRO. That's really what that shit was. They don't mm-hmm. want any group that could act as a, 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 a leadership mm-hmm. fiber within the community so we don't have to depend on outside cats, outside sources. So they won't let no black, they ain't going to really let no black grocery stores give any type of infrastructure that would allow you to uh, debase yourself from the quote-unquote power structure, they're going to destroy it. That's what they did with uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma and all that. Those people weren't doing shit to nobody. only thing they was doing was the number one rule in America is that black people cannot be uh, living free without being under white domination because they're living off our very blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, you know, that was the number one rule they broke right there. That was the number one rule they broke. That was, that's the number, and that's a crime. That's a fucking crime. Yeah, no, it's a crime for black people to do, to do a, a, a commerce, man. It's criminal. You can't be doing too well in commerce, especially better than white people that's around you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is, Everything this is black community is, is got to be sanctioned. It got to be sanctioned by master. It's been it's like that. Through. That's how the same way it is now. And if you're making more money than them, you got to be sanctioned. If you make, if you, if you a, a, a big wig right now, you sanctioned. You sanctioned. You got to, they, they sanctioned you to do that. But I'm, I'm reading through. Mm-hmm. Listen, I pulled up NewYorkChildVictimsAct.org, and oh, they I- have a, um, they have a reference to 
um, Margaret Markey, the A. Okay, uh, and that's it. Okay, the Assemblywoman from Queens. Oh, I was going to give you a website Act, to go on. If you want to yeah, either read that or I'll give you the website to go to, is the New York State Catholic.org. All right. Uh, I'll just type in NYS Catholic.org. Uh, all right. You know what? I think I've I think I seen that. NYS. NYS Catholic. Dot org, and then just go to search and then, you know, type in um, Marky Bill. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, it, well, you know, isn't that, isn't that coincidence? Isn't that what mm-hmm. that is? Wouldn't that be a I know what you're going to say. But the fucking Catholic Church. I know uh, what you're going to say. It's going to be a bill. It's You know, if anybody. And that's why you can't trust. That's why this motherfucker is, is a monster, man. The same nigga doing this shit makes the law to say, oh, we, that's, that, that's not right. Why, why, why? That's not right. How is that? You got the, you got the fox guard in the hit house. You feel me? Got him. I got him, boss. Don't worry. I'm going to make sure everything okay over here. Mm-hmm. This is the same type of shit. You know, this is the normal, though. This is the same way that, you know, when you look at Wall Street, the Wall Street bankers, they the ones who wrote the bill to bail themselves out. Yeah. <laughs> they wrote, and that's the bill. Bail us out, nigga. We need this much money. Oh, oh yeah, we start, and nothing is criminal. Nobody, or, right. or if they get the criminal. Bill, ten times yeah. proposed, never enacted. There's a good reason. Mm-hmm. As sexual abuse crisis engulfs New York City public schools, Assembly Member Margaret Markey is again promoting a bill to make it easier for sexual abuse victims to sue almost anyone except public schools. This bill is fatally flawed, which is why it has been consistently rejected. There are several reasons why Markey approaches the wrong one. Um, this, this is not a controversy over criminal penalties for sexual abusers. There is no controversy in the New York legislature about the need to protect children, yet the Markey bill proposed seven times has never been enacted. There's a good reason. It's not related to, uh, come on, indeed, there's a broad agreement on extending the criminal statute of limitations to cover non-felony sexual offenses, just as there was broad support in 2006 when New York enacted the law eliminating the criminal statute of limitations on felony sex offenses. There's also a broad agreement on prospectively extending the civil statute of limitations, giving victims of sexual abuse up to five additional years to file civil lawsuits claiming sexual abuse. What, what year was that again, bro, boy? Uh, 2006. Okay. Um, let me see. Amid a sexual abuse crisis in New York City public schools, the Markey Bill selectively targets private schools and exempts public schools. Now, why the because right. the nigga, when you got money, we'll get fucking work. But when you make a bill go wrong, then goddamn, they said, look, man, this is only if it's private. Is this a way to make it not work? Huh, so nobody even, you don't even make it to the floor yeah. and shit. Yeah, but why would you select this and exempt public schools? That's right. But listen, the public schools will consist with money of our children in there. Think about yeah. it. That's the, that's the stomping grounds, nigga. That's where right. we pray at. That's where the playground is at. So, right. yeah, fuck them. We going to yeah, yeah, eat. Mm-hmm. Right. And then check this out. Now there's supposed to be a march on June 5th. You saw that, right? Yeah. Okay, now I'm like, okay, so 
now you're soliciting people to come out because of so much momentum, you know, the story has picked up. Now you want to take, you know, our people and have them do this, what, like a walk? I, I guess like a walk, not a march, but maybe a walk to the city hall on a Sunday and it's closed? On a million and then August. guess what, too? I'm sorry, That's one more thing. And it goes back to what Baba Maddox says, and how it relates to slavery, where, you know, um, slaves couldn't, um, they couldn't be together. They had to be a white person there because they, thought, you know, would say that um, slaves may get together and try to escape. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, so now we have our brothers and sisters getting together around, Ron, you know, Brother Savage. Now you have this white woman who appears out of nowhere talking about she was inspired by, you know, his story. I was inspired too, but I'm not going to, you know, hijack it. You know, I'm going to support and do what I can, you know, get in where I fit, you know. Mm-hmm. She's just like, they're just like, hi, like trying to hijack it now. I'm like, Wow. <laughs> Oh, she hijacking it. All the news is giving her the hijack. Cause Hello. That goddamn article, that goddamn article just was like, listen, this is the white woman right now. Hello. She ain't about no nigga. They put that nigga picture right there in the middle. They said, huh, they go the nigga for you. They go the brother right there. But this is straight up white woman after this bill because they know, you know, it was, it was like, this is who want this. And, you know, and the black man is just like, he was just like a, um, I don't even know what the court like. Like just an extra. He was just like an extra add-in. Right, like they always do to us. Always steal our ideas, inventions, same shit. Mm-hmm. Same shit. Yeah. People may think that it might be petty, of, you know, what we're discussing, but it actually is not petty. You know, this this runs deep. It does. Everyone always wants us to support what they're doing, but no one ever supports what we're doing. Never. And that's where we be having a problem. Like we just. That's that coalition shit that we don't need to get into no more. We right. put coalitions amongst people who we want to get support. So, yo, come on, support us, support us, support us. And you just want to get support. But, no, some support just ain't no good because because nine times out of ten, when you're getting support from whites. And I'm talking about, and when I say whites, I mean Puerto Ricans, Indians, Mexicans, all of them, all the whites. Anytime you get some help from whites, they normally are going to come in and try to hijack what they want to be in Right. They want to be in right. period point blank. they like, listen, man, where can I head something up at? That's it. I just want to be the head of something. Show me what part am I leading. That's it. If you ain't got me leading nothing, then I don't want to be part of this. I, I Hello. The white exactly. <laughs> exactly. They always think they know better. The white man knows exactly what black people need. So, he know better than us. You tell him, right. listen, we like this right here. Nah, listen, black folk, this is what you're really looking for. You're like, I ain't looking for that. No, no, yes, you is. You're really looking for this because that's not really what you <laughs> Ain't really what you want. They always tell us what we don't want, what we shouldn't have, where we should be going. And so I, I, I really see this is very detrimental, and, I, and I, I hope that the brother, you know, I'm going to hit him in his box and just, just make some point little points about the situation. Just hit him, look, man, be, you know, be very, uh, very weary. And also, you know, just the point of, listen, you better off looking into uh, creating legislation. On, on, on your own. And, you know, having, you know, maybe community support you ideas as you like. Because um, I had briefly conversed with him, you know, um, via Facebook. And then when I was doing the research, I was like, wait a minute. And then I'm like, should I say, I mean, he doesn't know me. Should I say something to him about, 
what I'm, you know, I'm, I'm seeing here, or should I just like maybe tell someone else to, you know, talk to him about it, or because I don't want him to think that, oh, him, you know, what they're doing. Inbox. I'm gonna hit him in his inbox. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna hit him in his inbox and let him know. Listen, man, this is what we see going on. Matter of fact, I'm gonna hit him right. right and see if I can get him to just call in. Call in if you can. Because we got some concerns about where we see this thing going to with this legislation and you going up there trying to help get this pedophile law passed when it don't even apply to public. It's not applying to any of us. Like, our kids, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, it ain't going to apply to our children. And you know right. that, for one, we're going to be looking for our children to be protected. Right. And then I was like, should I ask him, did he read the bill, you know, or did he just, you know, she contacted him and he just, you know, you know, when said, okay, I'm on. And it has some things that were good pertaining to, you know, trying to change the law, get the statute of limitations removed, and just seeing that information and really not understood the gravity of it if it's passed without, you know, without it being uh, able to be used inside public schools. Because, like, Hello. <laughs> exactly. We don't want you pushing this through so quick. Hell no. You know what I mean? Then all of a sudden got you out there as a spokesman and then got black people because – Black people, we Mad love our you. people. Black Mad people. You. We love our people, and we want to feel like we're doing something. No, damn not. She done came out there, and if we can't go kick Bim Bada in his ass, we're going to get on this goddamn thing. We're going to do some legislation, whatever the hell we can do to fight, because black people just want to fight. So, you know, you can get them out there on that fight right there and pretending as though they're going to get something, and we ain't getting nothing. And I, and I we're not. And, that and I think that's messed up. I think it is. I'm like, oh, oh, oh man, she's trying to hijack it. Wow. Because <laughs> I, I normally, you know, I just try, I don't jump into stuff, things. I, you know, Brother um, Yancey, I, you know, redo a little research. And I was like, wait a minute. You know, I saw that article, like, damn. I'm like, hmm? Then I'm like, who's this? And, you know, I just looked on the page and stuff. I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, something's not looking right here. Then I just, you know, started reading some more and searching, and then I came across that bill that's associated with, you know, her trying to, you know, get the, you know, statute of limitations, you know, done with. And I'm like, wait a minute. And then she's reaching out to Brother Savage. I'm like, nah, mm-mm. She, right. They put her in place to do to hijack it. That's what's going on hijack here. Man, to hijack the momentum, the energy. Yes. Now, they want the energy because, see, y'all, you know, that's what they into. Now, we got a pedophile culture out there. So we got a pedophile culture that, that's against any of these laws coming in. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to tell you some slick shit about what she's doing. I think it's really so it don't pass because it's still got the same shit in it that they saying that that's why they didn't want to pass it. Because the mm-hmm. Right, private, right. Mm-hmm. Because that's what the reason, the part about the private schools and public schools was one of the reasons, at least that's what it read to me when I read it on the, on the site, was like this is one of the reasons why it really didn't pass because it was like, yo, hold up.
That's what they do. Yep. That's what that's what's about to happen if we don't stop it. Intervene or something. Mhm. I don't. I don't see anything good coming out of that at all. Black right. Mom, what's going on out there? I know y'all might not might not have seen this article. You know what I'm saying? Y'all might not have seen it, but it is going down out there. It's going down. They definitely are um, looking to. They definitely looking to the hijack the hijack whatever energy that we have and dissipate it. I'm telling you, they they not planning on taking this energy to to move forward on things that will help people who have been molested. This is a pedophile motherfucking country. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Iran country. Y'all remember? Now listen. I'm pretend, they got a motherfucker. Listen, it's a pedophile, Larry King. Y'all remember his name, Larry King, and student, uh, uh, uh savings and loans. They look up savings and loans and Larry King. You know, y'all, y'all Google this. I ain't gonna give y'all nothing but them, that name right there, Larry King, and look up savings and loans. And, and that right there cleared me up. This is a motherfucking pedophile culture, period, point blank. And when I say Larry King, you might be thinking of the old cracker on on Fox or whatever. I don't know what that cracker come on, but you might. I ain't talking about him. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about a notorious uh, faggot. A notorious Mm. faggot. Hold on, Larry. Talking about a big, uh, a big nasty faggot. Mm. You know, named Larry King. Named Larry King. Who uh uh savings and loans. He went down with the savings and loans. But not really. He went down with the savings and loans thing, but didn't really go down for it. He went down with a lot of other charges. A lot of other charges and he really was really ushered off into jail to keep him quiet because he had so much intimate knowledge on shit like the Sandusky. You know what I'm saying? He was he was in a like some of the shit that Larry oh. King dealing with was interconnected with the Sam Dusky shit that we didn't find out. Now, when, they, when y'all look up this, the Savings and Loans, y'all remember with the Savings and Loans scandal? Maybe y'all might not be familiar with that. Yeah, I, I just got it right here. The Franklin Child Prostitution Ring allegations wow. between 1988 and 1991. Um, serve, uh, child sex rings serving prominent citizens of Nebraska as well as high-level U.S. politicians. Now, you hear that shit? You hear that language that they're using? Prominent, high-level yeah. citizens. What the fuck is a prominent citizen? You don't want to tell me this story. You're a local state senator and all this shit. You ain't going to brush it off. You're going to keep names hidden, saving face. Prominent citizen. That's me. That means white people. White people with some bread. Wait, hold up. In a position oh. of power. The allegations also claim that the alleged sex ring was led by a cult of devil worshippers involved in the mutilation, sacrifice, and cannibalism of numerous children. Wow. You know, I we always hear stories about, um, like, men in Congress with little boys and sex trafficking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, then you, and then you take this back to the Atlanta child sex murders where they find little mm-hmm. boys for their penis and shit cut off, and then they tried to throw a black man out there like, this dude was a right. fucking dude for the pedophile shit. Covering and up their dirt and shit. Good. And, and it's happening to a lot of our children in the foster care system as well. Oh, Feel me? God. 
Yeah, I, heard, I used to hear stories, a lot of stories about that, because I had worked closely at one point with a family whose um, child was um, taken by ACS. It was in New York City. And when the child, like when they would um, have visits with the child, the child was so destroyed that for some reason she was very angry at her mother. It's like something that they put in her head while, you know, being in the system, and she would always lash out at her mom. And I'm like, wow, this is very yeah. hurtful seeing that, you know? And she, a lot of different things happened to her while in the foster care system. Yeah. So, while in so I know how they destroy yeah. families and stuff. I'm saying you saying that. We had the sister on. We had the Fernandez family on here where I'm saying, listen, the sister had one, two, three. Three of her babies put inside foster care. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Three of them put in foster care. All three of them end up going to some to some lesbians. Oh gosh! Those fucking lesbians abused all three of them. Hi. Fucking lesbians. All three of the goddamn babies, two boys and one girl, have had the had the uh uh, uh had a little girl fucked up where. She calling hims hers and hers hims and shit. Mm. You understand? Had these babies fucked all up. We still working on the babies now, trying to get them straight. Yeah. Like these babies. And this is up with the oldest son. She just been going back and forth, all type of shit, nigga. Just you know, doing. I'm talking about shitting in the closet, all type of crazy, like just bug the fuck out because when you get abused like that, man, it, it destroy you. Yeah. The mind and take it way far where he mm-hmm. running, where he running away with no reason to run away. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He just mm-hmm. running the funds. He just running because he don't feel protected. You know what I'm saying? And not him because they couldn't protect him at that point in time. So he just running the run and pretending like he ain't being protected. Then get then get put in the false system. He won't come home. Wait a minute, I don't want to be here. I do want to be here. I don't want to be here. He don't know what to do with himself. You know what I mean? Where this is the type of shit. We're, yo, look, man, I'm, oh, man. Man, this is, this is when you a motherfucking prisoner of war, man. When you at mm-hmm. war, taking your babies, yep. taking the father out the home, taking the mom out the home, making you get vac- forced vaccinations, all types of shit like this when you are pri- when you at war and you being dominated. You ain't got mm-hmm. no control over your life or the lives of your family. It's kind of like what Brother Little was saying, you know what I'm saying? I, I felt him in a certain degree. Only thing you can really do, low-key, you, you got to address it heads up, to, depending on where it go. Nigga come trying to take my children, there's nothing to talk about, B. You're going to have to kill me before you take my baby to mm-hmm. children's services, some foster care where I know that they're going to get fucked up. It's, we, 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 you know what I mean? It's, we, got, we got an issue. And I'm going to deal with you the only way. When you're not listening to reason, I'm done reasoning. So now I have to do what I got to do to protect my family. So as mm-hmm. men, you got to put it on the line, man. And it might mean you might have to sacrifice yourself, even though you got more babies and stuff to take care of, man. At some point, you got you got to bang with the beast. Go ahead, bro, bro. bro boy. I was saying that in Detroit, it was a black woman did that. Yeah. Yeah, it was a black woman did that. Them, them Mm-hmm. Huh? 
They was like, nah, nah, nah. We we coming up in there. Well, she was like, okay then, and we had, and got the heat and started went to shooting their asses off the block. <laughs> yeah, that's ass. private property. <laughs> you trespassing. Got them up out of there. The police came, snatched her up, but she got back out and got her kids back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, private. They would trust that. Because the CPS is not a government agency. Them is all private agencies, man. They ain't got no right to be telling you where your children got to be and all this and all that, man. Only if you allow it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. You got to take that stand, man. You got to be. You got to be able to put it on the line, man. If you not, you don't deserve to have them babies anyway. Cause you got to fight like hell for your kids. You have to. You have to fight. You have to. You gotta be knowledgeable with stuff so you know how to work it. You know, you have to fight. Try to play at the angle. Try to play at the angle. But the thing is, you know what I'm saying, motherfucking Uncle Sam don't play fair, man. But they overstand, like you said, when she mm-hmm. start lighting up the block, the motherfuckers mm-hmm. really get go. So they like, okay, this ain't the one. This ain't the one. Let's get the next family and shit. She's not her. Not her. Not her. Yeah, nah, definitely. Yo, you saying that? I had that same situation. I had, I had the motherfucking child protective service in my life one time. Some motherfuckers, listen, man, I'm like, yo, listen, man, I don't even like y'all here at my house. I said, matter of fact, from now on, anytime you come here, man, I'm taping everything you goddamn say, man. Mm-hmm. Say, man, hold on, go, she go to tape recorder right here, man. Because motherfuckers lying. They lying, saying one thing, go back, say something else. Everything yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, once we start taping every goddamn thing, all of a sudden, visitors cut down to, you know what, we, we, you, you ain't got no case no more. Y'all, y'all shit is ended. You'll know have a good one, huh? Because yeah. I mean, when you look at this shit historically, that's the same shit they did to Malcolm when his dad died. His shit, mom wicked out. They broke the whole fucking family up. Family up, yeah. Mhm. Don't be for Malcolm. You know what I'm saying? Having those early jewels from the UNIA. Ain't no telling if he would even been able to make it to the point where he was able to become Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? Ahead, you know, it's, you know, it's true, and a lot of um, parents be in messed up situations too because, you know, some of them, you know, they they're fearful, they don't know what to do, and no a lot on the the so-called attorneys, you know, and they're setting yeah. them up. Like for example, I um, know one lady, right? She had called me and she's like, "Listen, the issue's fighting for her kids," and she's like, "The attorney wants me to get on the stand." And I said, you better not get Absolutely on that damn stand. I said, because you will not get your damn kids back. You know, not damn like that. But when she told me that, I just, like, flipped out. And I'm like, listen, why would you get on the stand and incriminate yourself? I said, if they have so much evidence against you, why do they need that's you to get on the stand? I said, that's, yeah. they're playing you. Mm-hmm. Think she didn't get her kids back? She got her kids back. I said, if you would have gone on that, that stand, you could have forget it. You wouldn't have saw them kids. Oh, because they would have made you look all type of crazy. That's yes. Crazy she got some kids. She told them I'm not testifying against myself. I bet you she got her kids back. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to set her up. They can't get on Right. Right. He ain't never gonna put you on those tapes. He said that shit got to be you got to it got to be the last resort. <laughs> Nigga, ain't no way else. They got to make you get up there. If they ain't got to make you, they ain't got no way where they can make you get up there, man. You don't get up there, you don't 
volunteer. You don't volunteer information. Hell no. It just doesn't make sense because if you're saying that I did something, why am I proving that I didn't do it? You're telling me I did it, so apparently you must have evidence, witnesses or something. You got the I don't need to help you. If you got it, you got it. Where's the evidence? Just put the evidence up here. Nobody wants You don't need me to say nothing. The evidence talks for <laughs> And that's the thing. So a lot of times when you're dealing in the marinas, you think that they're going to be asking you questions pertaining to the situation at hand. They start asking you a bunch of off-the-wall shit that ain't got nothing uh-huh. to do. Hey, shit yeah. ain't got nothing to do with what the fuck we was here for. Have you ever smoked marijuana before? Shit like that. Like, what the fuck? Then when you don't answer, you answer like, yo, what kind of question Yeah, you that? looking like... <laughs> See, look at he's argumentative. See, they argumentative on the stand. They don't want, he don't want to cooperate. See this? And then I started to look into the jury. <laughs> Especially if you got a jury. That's one of the things that that's why you don't get on the stand because you don't want the jury. You you always want to pick a jury trial. I say that, me personally. If, you ever, if you're in this situation, you always want to get something with a jury because juries don't know the law like, like the judge does, which yeah. is good to help and hinder, but normally it's going to help you because the judge is the one who's going to, he's going to, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, judge on whether or not the prosecutor is using the law correctly. So you can always use the judge for that. But you want the people deciding the guilt or not. You always want the people because the people don't understand the law. They only understand their emotions and their feelings about what the fuck is happening. That's it. Yeah. So you might be able to appeal to them a lot easier than you can. Motherfucker, I mean, one motherfucker who's just operating based on a, law, a legal premise and shit. The one thing is that you're supposed to, when you, and I'll tell you, this, this is real shit. You get a jury, and all you do is look to appeal to one of the jurors. You can appeal to 11 of them, but only look to appeal to one definitely. And in that way, no matter what. Hungry, hungry. <laughs> it's getting tall, B. It's getting tall. The jury don't agree. You don't agree. You can't get no unanimous decision. It's called jury nullification. That's the only thing you're looking for. I'm looking for jury nullification. I don't even want y'all to find you. ain't got to find me not guilty. Just as long as I can find one that don't agree, that's all I'm looking for. That's it. That's it. That's, that's, always, that's always the course of action whenever, anytime I'm going to court and, and look to get in the jury and anytime I'm giving any help to any of my friends. And it's always work. My last homeboy just got off on an attempted murder of the police. You know what I'm saying? Jury nullification. You know what I mean? All he got was one dude to say no, and it was one of the homies. The homies ended up, this is why I say you was a jury. jury. One of the homies ended up being on the jury. So immediately, immediately the homie said, what? The homie said, man, I ain't more doing none of this shit. He was like, yo, uh-huh. man, niggas is in court. Listen, this how I'm telling you this why you're supposed to do it. Be in court. Good thing that I live in a city like this. It's a, it's a smaller city, so you get, you know, y'all, y'all, when your borough and everything or whatever area you live in, it's small enough for you to know some people who are in the jury pool, man. So, um, so you know, son is at court for over a month, and they going back and forth on the on the on the charges and all that. My man is getting tired of going to court, so he's telling son, listen, man, what's the less charge? Whatever the least charge is, go ahead and vote on that, man. Just let me get up out of here. My man is like, I don't give a fuck what go on, how long they hold us in the jury. She I said, ain't voting no shit. Guilty on nothing. Yeah. He was like, we was like, where? He was like, I don't give a fuck. I ain't voting guilty on nothing, son. Uh-huh. He was like, fuck it. That's what it is, then. You know what I'm saying? If I 
going on. It's going to we already know what it's going to be. They can, we got jury nullification, and we already knew what it was because after two days, the jury ain't come back. We already knew. And that's what the same shit the crackers be doing. That ain't no new deal. They do the same shit. Yeah, no, nah, it ain't nothing new. It ain't no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I ain't just shooting you. I'm just saying they be doing the same shit. Exactly. It's something black people don't use as as need be. We don't think of, think of it in those types of mannerisms that if that's what's going to happen, and yo, listen, man, you got to do everything you can to set the, to set the game for you to win. Yeah. Everything is set up for you to lose already, so shit, you yeah. might as well try to tip the scale somehow. Already. That's what you're supposed to be doing, trying to tip the scales in your goddamn favor, period, point blank. You know what I'm saying? Like they say, man, it ain't about what it ain't about what you did, man. It's about what they can prove, man. Prove, you know what I'm saying? I don't care what nobody know, nigga. It's about what you prove, man. You can know whatever you want to know. You know all that, nigga. Prove it. Motherfuckers. So, no doubt. With that being said, though, talking about law and court, Missouri, Missouri just passed a new law. Good old state of Missouri. What transgender shit? No, uh, no, no. Missouri ain't do no transgender shit. Missouri did something else while we was looking at. Uh, that's the While we was looking at that, guess what Missouri, good old state of Missouri did. The good what? old state. Where my damn, where my article at? There we go. The good old state of Missouri did this right here. I'm gonna read this to y'all and yeah, y'all, you know, now this might make you want to move to Missouri, or might make you not want to move to Missouri. Come on. All right, go on. And then that was taking so long. Hold on, here we go. Missouri lawmakers expand gun rights. No concealed carry permit needed in the state. Mm. Wow. So that means, baby, that means your six shooters. <laughs> you can get all the six shooters you need. Put them all up under the coats. Then you put all in your pants. You can put them in your boots. Hide all of them. You ain't got to have nothing nowhere where nobody can see nothing. That's the starting block, too. That shit about to go nationwide. That was just the starting. Illinois, Illinois, Illinois last year passed a law saying you can shoot the cops. If they out there on the line, you you got a right to shoot shoot down on the cops. If they try to get into your private property, you got a right to draw down Mm -hmm. Shoot them they heard about the two um, cops that were shot in um, New Hampshire the other day? Uh-uh. Yeah. Um, oh, well, maybe you could pull it up. But I know, for example, New Hampshire, um, you could walk around with, you can go there and purchase a gun and walk around with a gun. You can go up in the state office buildings and all of that. Yeah, because, see, in New Hampshire, New Hampshire wouldn't have lived free and die state. Yep, it die. is, because I visited there a couple of times. It's an open carry state. Mm-hmm. This is Connecticut. is an open carry state, but they scare you so much to make you think that you can't have that you got to have a concealed. Know me? They can see mm. they see you. You got no gun, but this open carry state. If you got your gun on, you just gotta have it in, on the outside so everybody can see. Okay. And that's the thing too. Ohio open carry state too. Well, yeah. you know, like I said, the laws don't apply. We walk up the street with that shit, nigga, we getting aired out, and they asking questions. So you got to be ready for that shit. You know what I'm saying? But that's the law. The law states you can do that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> now, listen, right? This is what the Missouri lawmakers passed a sweeping expansion of gun rights Friday, allowing people to carry concealed guns without needed permits while also expanding their right to 
stand and fight against perceived threat. The legislation, which goes to Democratic Governor Jay Nixon, was among the most prominent measures passed by the Republican-led legislator on the final day of his annual session. Under the measure, most people could carry concealed guns even if they haven't gone through the training now required to get a permit. The legislation would also expand the state's castle doctrine by allowing invited guests such as babysitters to use deadly force against intruders and would create a central ground right, meaning people would have no duty to retreat from danger in any place they are legally entitled to be present. Nixon said he would give the bill a full and comprehensive review before deciding whether to sign it, but he added this is a, this is a significant shift from the framework we've used in this area to give the people the lawful right to carry. Republican supporters described it as a reasonable approach to personal safety, while many Democrats decried it. They, there won't be blood in the streets, said Republican, Republican Rep. Joe Don McGall of rural County, but what there will be is more people protected by the right to bear an arm legally. Missouri lawmakers also gave final approval to a bill bringing the state's law on deadly force by police into compliance with the U.S. Supreme Court ruling from 30 years ago. The outdated law, which doesn't specify that suspected felons must be dangerous, gained national attention when Missouri Ferguson police officer Darren Wilson fatally shot Mike Brown. Now, see, they done changed the law. They said, wait a minute, police. We done had this law saying you can shoot anybody anytime you felt like it for so long. We, we got to change this up. It's outdated. They got to they got to be dangerous, man. The grand jurors were initially given the old law. Now listen, hold up, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I think this, I think this I think this article lying to me right now. You feel me? I think this article lying to me because I can remember in Missouri the law was already passed. It was already yeah. passed in Missouri, but the damn prosecutor gave them the old law on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like lie right here. The cracker, the, the cracker snuck a lie in, but he think that we this is your nickel, your nickel ain't that. <laughs> I got your penny change, baby. Your nickel ain't that slick. We got penny change on this. We remember it, but I remember that specifically. The prosecutor gave them the old law for them to judge that on. And now they're in there talking about we we trying to get our shit right now. It was already right. Crackers ain't worth shit. All right. Um, you know what that sound like, though, bro, born? That you telling me that? That you telling the audience that? Like it sound like it's almost like a um, license to kill blacks, man. Like open season on Negroes and shit, man. Oh no, that's just how. That's how. You know what it is, baby. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it hit me. I'm like, hold up. So all of a sudden, now you can just bear arms concealed or whatever now. It's like, okay. Every Listen, time she gets pop, hey, you already know what it is. Ain't you out here, Missouri? I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. But Ohio probably just is fucking bad, though. Cause you know your boy, the boy got bucked up in the uh, got all bucked up in the Walmart and shit. Listen, all my people's in Missouri. If y'all get this download, you give it all your friends. You let them, let them know that listen, man, you ain't got Boom, no man, cases. Season. If you ain't mm-hmm. got no cases, go get strapped to the teeth. Go get strapped. Go get strapped to the teeth. I'm talking about man, get it all you can get. A one body armor, everything you can get. Go get it. 
Don't say shit to crackers. Don't say shit to them. Listen, don't get into arguments with white folks. If they start talking that shit to you, you wait for them. Get inside your car. If they start talking that shit to you, you move to a space where you can get in your car or something. You can get near your house. And as soon as they take, once you get on your property or you get inside your car, the next step they take, you know what the law say. You got to take them down. You got to take him down. You got to take him down and take every white thing you see moving down at the same time. Because you got to let the judge know I fear for my life from all of them. I thought they all was going to try to get me right there. And you know what time it is. You know this a racist city. You know this a racist state. I had to shoot them all down and give them double tap. I had to double tap them. White folks is strong. Double tap. So. Make sure of that. I'm telling y'all, listen, double tap. Look, you ain't got time to hit them with three. Double tap them twice in the chest. Double tap yeah, each, wow. each one, twice in the each one. Everyone near you that, that take a step <laughs> towards you once you are inside your property where you're supposed to be at, as the law says. Long as where you're supposed to be, lawfully. And I'm talking about this. Lawfully, all you need to have is two feet in your yard. That's it. An inch in, and you in your rightful place. As soon as they take a step closer, that's it. And I'm telling y'all, you better use it. Do not play no fucking game with this shit. Don't play no game. Don't use this law and shoot them in the knee. Don't use this law and shoot them in the shoulder. You understand? This law is for body, all main chest area, definitely head, preferably. But this is what this law is for, man. It's not for nothing. It ain't for none of that other shit that y'all might be believing it's for, to make sure don't nobody hurt me, harm them. No. This is my life is in danger. I must take your life before you take my life. There's no, there's no nothing else on that. Because if you just hurt the person, they're going to think, well, if you just hurt them, what you thought they were just going to hurt you? Uh, Afraid they were going to hurt you? That's why you just wounded them? Nah, man, I got to kill you. If I think you're going to kill me, I can't wound you. You might still do something to me. You might still can get no. at me you're working with the other working parts. I got to put you down to you not moving no more. And so y'all remember this, man. I'm telling you, y'all remember this. And, and get on your grind. Get on your grind. All right. Uh, and don't try to use that shit for your brothers and sisters. Use that shit on them crackers. Yeah, this ain't for your brothers. Yeah, this ain't for your brothers and sisters. <laughs> the disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, we got to put that out there. We got to put that out there. Right there, you know, I hate to have to do that as a PSA on top of this. This is just <laughs> alert. This is not for use, use upon Africans. Yeah, me. And this is not to use upon Africans, this law. But you can't use it on Sambo House, niggas. It's for your enemies. They're going to say it ain't for Africans. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. It ain't for Africans. Right. There you, you know go. What I mean? It ain't for no Africans. You don't, don't harm Africans with, these, with this law right here. But the NRA, no we're just on the NRA state. They said, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Ten other states already have what supporters describe as constitutional caps, allowing concealed guns without permits, including legislation enacted this year in Idaho, Mississippi, and West Virginia. According to the NRA, the NRA states 30 states have laws or court precedents stating people have no duties to retreat from a threat anywhere they are lawfully present. Woo! Now this goes further. This means anywhere you are lawfully present. Well, that means that if it ain't against law for me to be here. Yeah, I can be strapped. Yeah, if it, don't, no, if it ain't against the law for me to be here, I can kill you right here. Right here, no doubt. I'm walking down the street, you talking that slick shit in your car, nigga, 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 and I say, what? And you act like you opened up the door, I can kill you right now. Shoot him down. Everybody in the car. Shoot everybody in the car. Everybody. Don't miss none of them. Shoot everyone. And why? I had a fear that they had guns on them, too. They ended up killing me. You know how it is. Get them all. You know what I mean? You know, they talk about Florida stand your ground law. They say, uh, they say Missouri's new measure will be making this the first new stand your ground state since 2011. Uh, Florida stand your ground law came under national scrutiny after neighborhood watch. Uh, you know, Zimmerman and um, uh, you know, they said several Democrat lawmakers. Raise concerns saying if you pass this law, people going to think to the shoot first mentality. You know what I mean? They say it, it don't make it safer. It open it up for more murders out here. Um, you see what that is? That's that's a cold talk for we don't want black people to have no fucking guns. That's what know, that they, is. They say cold the talk. passed Republican-led Senate on a 24-8 party line vote. The House then gave it final approval with a 114 to 36, with a little over an hour remaining before the session's mandatory end. Um, you know, hey, listen, man. Uh, they said the, they said the final day of Missouri session typically is a fast-paced affair, but senators who worked last night before. Late, hold up, but senators who worked late the night before did not bring up the gun legislation Friday until after finishing a free lunch sponsored by many of the state's largest utilities and lobbying firms. So after the lobbyists came in and gave said these motherfucking crackers, they said, you know what? They get time for that gun bill to pass. We're going to get that in just squeeze that in right now. Must have, that must have been eight it must have been shrimp and steaks. Must have been serving turf. Must have been some serving turf on that lunch. They came back passing all type of gun bills. You know, the NRA love that. So they must have given them some serving turf. Mm. Uh, that's what they alluded to. They alluded to the gun lobbyists because they said a free lunch sponsored by many of the state's largest utilities and lobbying firms. Who do the, who do the most lobbying and then also on the gun bill? This is what they really... Allude to, they already spoke about the NRA earlier. So they allude to the fact that they went for dinner, uh, went for a late lunch, and all of a sudden come back and you pass this legislation, NRA must pay for the, some of that spread. Hmm. Yeah, let me see, let me see. Uh, 
Damn, other bills fell by the wayside Friday. <coughs> now they got their gun legislation through, but they didn't get them abortion restrictions through. Uh. Uh, they didn't get that $235 million annually for state, local roads, and bridges through either. They, 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 they wanted to raise six cents, nearly six cents a gallon. To, they wanted to raise fuel tax six cents a gallon to generate $235 million to fix local roads and bridges. Well, all right, all right. Well, that's what's going on. But that was going on in Missouri, man. That just dropped May 14th, man. I was like, damn. Missouri is letting it go right now. They said, man, we're going to get it popping. Yeah. It's gonna be an interesting situation and see how that shit play out. Keep something to keep your eye on. Especially with the motherfucking stock market and economy crashing like it is. Niggas better stock up on their ammo and shit like that because there might be scares coming up here real soon. Put a limit on that shit. Yeah, true indeed. Yeah. There was some other transgender shit that just happened. Some transgenders got their ass killed, man. Some niggas just got... Right? Sure, man. Black power. Black killed. Black power. Yeah, black power on that. Black power on that. I'm going to pull the article. I'm going to pull the article. Do that. I'm going to pull the I article. They, I seen they put some new signs up. It's got a picture of a... supposed to be a, a, mother, a person in a dress, a person in some pants, and then a person in, like, a half a dress and a half a pants and shit. <laughs> I was like, these motherfuckers is crazy. Yo, listen, Ryan, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna go to this joint, Ryan. I'm gonna go to this joint. Let me see. Let me see. Let me go to this. Oh man. Oh shit. Damn. Let me see. Thunder. I'm gonna kill this. Oh, there we go. There we go. Transgender woman shot to death in the bathroom. Shot to death in the department store restroom.
at her and started to display what Mr. Workman considered what Mrs. Workman considered aggressive body language. Kevin yep. told authorities that fearing for her safety, she retrieved a handgun from her purse and once again asked, asked Donald, get your ass up and on about this restroom. <laughs> According to Mrs. Workman, she retrieved that pistol from out her purse. It angered, it angered right. That, and that big man said, nigga, I want a minute. Wait a minute, bitch. You want me to pull no gun on me? I'm a big man and began walking towards her in an aggressive manner. According to police reports, it was this at this point that the altercation that Kathleen said, wait a minute, I fear for my life. And to shoot this nigga three times in his chest with his 45 all the way live, 1911 Ultra 45. Striking this. Well, boy, shit, Hammer time. Gave it up. Gave him that hammer time in the chest three times. Damn. That was that. Black power. Gave him hammer time. All the way around the board. Yeah, gave him three times in the chest. Uh, They say right, stop breathing. It was pronounced dead upon arrival. (laughs) Go away. With DOA, dead on arrival. Black power. Kathleen Workman was, in fact, licensed to carry and concealed the gun used to shoot the boy. According to police reports, due to a lack of witnesses or security, charges have not been brought against yeah. Ms. Workman in the and ruled as a shooting self-defense pending further investigation. Yeah. It was, in fact, within the transgender woman's right to utilize the restroom as the Bradford management team right. displays a sign between the woman's and men's restroom that reads that Bradford, we encourage all guests to use a restroom in which they identify with. Thank you sincerely, the Bradford's management team. Oh, my motherfucking God. Well, read, read, that, read that last part again, brother boy. Yo, yo, wait a minute. Yo, 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 listen, listen, this is getting even better. Tell you why this I'm going to tell you why this gets better. And, and listen, I, I listen, why do a white crime is always all right with me? It's always all right with me. I always give a thumbs up to white or white crime. I never, I never, you know, uh, uh, down, you know, try to put them down for their killing sprees. But let me just listen, listen to this, y'all. Listen to this shit right here. It just says, it says, it was in fact within the transgender do right to utilize the restroom as the Bradford's management team displays a sign between the women's and men's restroom that reads, at Bradford's, we encourage, we encourage all guests to use the restroom. And which they identify with. Thank you sincerely, the Bradford's management team. According to the store manager, senior leadership had requested the sign be created and posted in the restroom area last month at the Target announced a new restroom policy. According to police reports, though the transgender was well within his right to use the women's restroom per the department store's restroom, Ms. Workman was within her right to utilize her concealed weapon if she was in imminent danger and self-defense was deemed necessary. Everybody was in their right. Everybody. <laughs> See? Look at that. Now, hey, listen. Now, that's a, now listen. Now, that's a story when everybody's rights worked out. You feel you understand? Everybody's rights worked out. See? 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 A bad that's wrong. Fine. 
got made right because they was wrong for putting that sign up. You know what I'm saying? But he thought that he was right in going in there, and that right, that wrong, what they put on the sign, rightly got corrected by that other woman in there. She righted the wrongs. Right. And that's why you got to get right. Have that thing with you. Just in case, just in case listen, it's women, women, have that, you're going to have to have something with you just in case when these big men come up in the bathroom. Listen, man, right now I'm down to what the, I don't know where I can take my child to unless a mother with it. I got to go in the bathroom together and I got to be outside protecting the door. What's going on here? That's all. You can't let your women go no. Listen, man. Listen. Women is not trying. Look look at y'all. Listen, listen, listen. Women is not trying to go into the man's bathroom. It ain't the women talking about, listen, I, I need to go in here and peace standing up. God damn it. Go tell me I can't peace standing up at the urinal. It ain't no, ain't no damn women talking no shit like that. I ain't seen them anyway. I ain't seen The most butchy of the butchers still go into the damn with the bathroom. They yeah, still buy sanitary pads and all that shit. You right. can't. There ain't no sanitary pads inside the men's bathroom. I didn't listen, man. I, used to be I know what women's bathrooms have in them. I used to work. You clean, you go inside the women's bathroom. Women's bathroom got shit as a man. You don't even want to be. Me as a man, I don't even want to be in a women's bathroom. I wouldn't want to go. You women is different. I don't want the women got other shit going on in the bathroom. I don't want to be around. Really? What the fuck? But I know in women's bathrooms where I was working at, man, we used to, you got to put, they used to have a machine where you can, women could buy sanitary pads and little maxi pads and tampons and all this shit in the bathroom. Never in my life I ever thought in my life until I worked into the janitorial had I ever thought that some shit like that ever existed. <laughs> Let alone be in the bathroom for women to buy this shit like this. This shit like travel size shit. I said, What the hell is this? You know, but I'm saying so why would so you know, as a woman, I know they can't there ain't no reason for it to be in a man bathroom because ain't nothing this shit like that in the man bathroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. But for these damn dudes, for these damn dudes, man, there's some other shit to go up in there, man. You a man with a penis. What the fuck is you doing inside the bathroom? No, man. No. No. I don't want your funky ass in the bathroom with me as a man because you're already, you already a fruitcake nut. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you should have your own nut bathroom. Just all the nuts go right in there. Use that one. All y'all fruitcake, go in the fruitcake bathroom. And we know what y'all going to do in there. All the shit fruitcakes do in every bathroom, in every city, park, and mall, any fucking where, where you got a bathroom where ain't nothing but fruitcakes at. What do you hear about? Fruitcakes doing fruitcake prostitution in it. Yeah. You know what the fuck's going to go on in a freaky-ass bathroom full of fruitcakes. That's like, wow. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to be around y'all. But I, why would you want to be in there with the women? Except for y'all in there on some slick other shit. You got to be in there on some other shit, man. There's no way. There's no way, man. Listen, this ain't the first one that I both got shot. This ain't the first one. There's another one. I seen another article. Somebody else got their ass tore up too. 
Mm. Somebody else got their ass tore up too for doing the same shit. Another little joker got caught. He in there talking about he transgender. He in there just taking pictures and shit of women. Oh, I heard that one. Heard yeah. That one. This joker just, oh, my, I want to use the women bathroom. This motherfucker ain't even dressed up like a woman. Wait. Did you get back to gynecologist? A guy went to the gynecologist office talking about he wanted to be seen by the gynecologist. And the gynecologist was like, I can't see you. I see women. And he got offended by it. So oh, my fucking God. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, no. You know what? Um, pull it up. Pull it up, Sid. Let's see if I can pull it up. Pull it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, this is weird. Uh, it may be weird. You do the motherfuckers got to fight. They got a psychological disorder. Motherfuckers is insane. Yeah, you like you said, right. yeah, they got right. the wrong place for that. <laughs> hey, ain't nothing else but insane. Ain't nothing else but insane. You a man. You gonna go to the, you got a penis. You gonna go to the gynecologist. He work on vaginas. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? He can't he do nothing with you. What is he supposed to do with it? Man, right. what are you gonna do? Stop your shit in? <laughs> this vote in, this vote in, man. I couldn't, be, I couldn't imagine being a man. I'm a gynecologist. I'm a man, right? I'm a female. Do a gynecologist, period. And a motherfucking man come in there that I need to see you get laid up. You know, they don't put on their little gown and all that shit. You know, <laughs> up there, you know, all right, then we're going to check the cervix and all this. You know, baby, we're going to check the cervix and all that. Get on up and get disturbed and all that. And you reach up and, what the fuck? You're going to try to kill this joker. You're going to try yo, imagine the shot. You're going to try to kill this joker in there, man. I know I would. I'm going to try to oh, kill him. What kind of crazy shit you doing, man? What you trying to get me into, man? How you trying to, you trying to get off on this? You getting off on this somehow. Somehow you mm-hmm. have a pleasure from this, man. That, I, that I'm not fucking with. And I know you derive some type of freaky pleasure from this. That's what that is. You you somehow getting off on this because there's no way you would want to do this. You know better. So you got to be deriving some pleasure, man. It's like, you know, that's like them uh, masochistic people, man. They need some pain. They need some pain. So, so you know, for the, for the women out there, man, you catch a man in the bathroom with you, man. Give them the pain. Let them know that this, this, this is what you're really looking for. Did you find that story, sis? No, I'm still trying to find it. Give me one more. This is a great chair of transcendentation. But look, you can't find that. You can't find that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this shit right here because we're just talking about okay, it. I'm going to work on it. Mm-hmm. This Natural News, Mike Adams, 2000, May 17, 2016, Natural News. So this guy walks into the OBGYN. Oh, shit, this is it? Transgender. <laughs> no, this is part of it. This is part of it, dear. Transgender program in the children. I've I seen it. I've seen the article. Oh, I said, okay. I'm not even going to read it. I want to okay, see it. Okay, I have posted that one. Okay, go ahead. But I'm looking for the other one. Okay. All right, all right. With well, this transgender program in the children is child abuse, born the American College of Pediatricians, Chemical Castration, Genital Mutilation, and Mental Illness run a month. God damn. That's about four. <laughs> So this guy walks into an OBGYN clinic and demands a gynecological, gynecological exam. 
The doctor or woman takes one look at him and says, that won't work. You're a man. The man, however, self-identifies as a woman and blasts yeah. the doctor for being a bigot. I self-identify as a woman, he says, and I demand to be treated as a woman. I'll call my civil rights lawyer. The doctor not wanting to be called a bigot proceeds to get a man a fake gynecological, 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 playing into his delusional distortions about his own biology and arguably worsening his mental disconnect with his physical self. How do you give a motherfucker a fake gynecological exam? I don't know what you're going to do. You put it on his stomach, you can't follow his balls because he's going to get mad. You can't even touch him in the If you touch his penis or his scrotum, he's going to get mad. You touch it, you wait a minute. That ain't there. What you touching that for? Right? Why you say that? Why you touching that? That ain't there. Uh, uh, some shit. Here, touch it. I guess he was getting that. What, what the fuck was he doing? I don't know. All right, all right, all right. Anyway, man, <clears throat> this is what trans transgenderism and biological subjectivism has come. In America today, a politically correct demand that everyone agrees to participate in the mental distortions of a few individuals who suffer from a psychological disconnect from their biological realities. Such, identity, such ideologies stand in complete contradiction to the known science or biology or physical reality, and sadly, this mental distortion is now being thrust onto children as part of a sick demented political agenda to appease the most lunatic fringe elements of the political spectrum. The agenda now demands that public schools be turned into transgender child factories, turning out confused, mm. suicidal children who are physically and chemically mutilated by a society that applauds them for denying their biological reality. This entire agenda now being waged against the children of America by a politically motivated cultural arsonist is nothing less than a crime against children. The science is clear. The biology of gender is a physical reality that's not subject to impersonation. Human sexuality, human sexuality is an objective biological binary trait, explains the American College of Pediatricians. The American College of Pediatricians urges educators and legislators to reject all policies that condition children to accept as normal a life of chemical and surgical impersonation of the opposite sex. Facts, not ideology, determine reality. When President Obama ordered schools across America to normalize transgender confusion in children, he worsens that confusion in children who are still grappling with their biological-driven gender identity. A person's belief that he or she is something they are not is at best a sign of confused thinking, explains the ACP. When an otherwise healthy biological boy believes he is a girl or or an otherwise healthy biological girl believes she is a boy, an objective psychological problem exists that lies in the mind, not the body, and it should be treated as such. These children suffer from gender dysphoria. Although liberal ideology can pretend that transgenderism is a third sex, this is fairy tale thinking. There is no third sex. 
protection. A man pretending to, to be a woman does not make that person a woman, hence biological subjectivism. It's delusional thinking, yet it is a delusion that is being thrust upon the entire population as the shaming tactics of political correctness. Alarmingly, these political-motivated transgender agenda has now invaded our schools, where vulnerable children will be easily slept into the, swept into the confusing abuse of a world of chemical castration and genital mutilation surgery while being applauded by obedient conformists before having the courage to deny their biological existence. God damn! Oh man, listen. This is a, this is a uh, pretty lengthy article, but um, you, you get the gist of it. It's time to stop the transgender programming of our in our society of children in our society. When it comes to physical bio- biology, the answer is clear: sex is binary. You are either born with male biology or female biology. There are extremely rare cases of hermaphroditic genetic expression, but this is not a third sex. It is a genetic and a formative disorder. To teach a child that he or she exists in a contradiction to the biology they were born with is a violation of nature and a form of mental abuse against those children. This is Packers' uh, top doctors saying, listen, God damn it, y'all lost y'all minds out here. Not Man, and listen, listen, really this seems like an attack at the people who who are allowing this shit to go on. Like, what the yeah. fuck is wrong with y'all? Stop enabling these motherfuckers, man. Don't be no enabler, man. Don't enable them. <laughs> Don't make them believe it's okay to, because they think that you other than what you are. You're supposed to tell them, no. No, 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 you're not that. No, I don't want to help you out with that. No, no, no. You are a boy. You are a girl. You are a man. You are a woman. That's what it is, man. Nothing else. That's what that article was doing, was enabling the mother transgenders by saying she and all that shit. And miss, you're enabling these jokers, man, to pretend like they something else, man. And you're not that. How they got him like his head busted. Got that boy killed down there. What, what, what state was that in, brother boy? Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, I'm talking about the boy where she hit the boy with the 45. With the got a motherfucker oh, killed behind that bullshit. Should be ashamed of yourself. Got an innocent motherfucker killed. Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. Yeah, oh, I got that boy killed over there. Man, she just shot that boy at that 45 and went home and smoked the jacks. Hey, black power to that. And we're always smoking. <laughs> hey, some OG. Had a Alien Kush. We're always uh, smoking shit up, man. I'm smoke me a goddamn queer. Smoke me a queer. I'm going to roll me up some of this good shit now. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I'm surprised they ain't got some transgender weed and shit.
But we want these niggas coming back. So whatever we got to do to this shit, hit it with it. Flip it. They told me they have some green crack. I said, why would you name weed green crack? What kind of shit is that? Smoke that. Why would you smoke that green crack? I want to smoke nothing called green crack. No, I don't want nothing called crack. You know, you know what I would just want to mention briefly. Um, you know, the last couple of articles we discussed in reference to you know transgender. Okay. Um, for example, what do you think about the universal pre-K? Because as soon as I heard about it, um, I automatically thought that it was um, the universal. What is universal pre-K was just a ploy to get the parents to put their um, little ones in the system so that you know because that that age they're very vulnerable. And then we turn around a couple of years later and now look with the bathroom. So, you know, people are taking advantage of the university K, but at that age, they're teaching their children about homosexuality. And oh, now, oh, you see they're giving that. everybody, hold on, hold on, Sister K, you saying they're they giving everybody free, free kindergarten for free. Right, right. Oh, free. shit. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, that's definitely. Okay, and when we read it, what we read it, you know that's part of that's part of it. That's the bring it's a toy. Yeah, man, let's get them in here earlier, and then we'll take them all in for free because we want to make. Oh yeah, yeah, no, nah, that's definitely. Because they let's put them in here for free because it, we're gonna benefit from it. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna benefit, benefit from it. it. Yeah, while you at that's work, fine. we're gonna get yeah. something from it. We're gonna be changing your child into something other than what you think it is. <laughs> Every time your child comes home, it's gonna be even more stranger than what you than what you drop them off at. Right, and then I have some of our people looking at me like I'm crazy, like, oh, is this how in um you know pre-K? I'm like, no, and then looking at me like, no, why did you, how come the child's not in pre-K? Because I'm homeschooling my children, that's why. <laughs> no, but you know what they do? See, they this is how they play on us because they know we want to work and stuff like that. So they like. Mm-hmm. You know, listen, send them to the early pre-K. We got them here, you know, for two years before they even get to kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, they'll be straight. They already know how to write and everything. And then you can go to work earlier. You don't have to worry about no babysitting. Yeah. Pay mm-hmm. Daycare and all that, they here. And you're like, oh, yeah, what do you do? I ain't got to pay no daycare. That's an extra $150, $200 in my pocket a week that I have to pay the daycare. Look, man. Hell yeah, send them kids to pre-K. Shit, can I get them there at three? Can you, can you take them at two? Mm-hmm. Oh. Early That's right. And now That's- what they do is, you do, in order to bring them in there, you just got to have your child potty trained. So people just snatch them up. Right. Get that ball quick, man. Potty trained. This joke is quick. And that's exactly why we have to, you know, start our own businesses and stuff. Just like I, you know, start a little business from home, my home school, my children, I do everything from home now. Yeah. Right forward to you, too, sister. Thanks. See, I felt the need need to do it, and I try to speak to, you know, some of my other sisters and brothers, you know, trying to convince them to at least think about doing it. Because look look what's going on now. Yeah. Look what's going on. This shit done went crazy. I'm looking at you, oh, man. Listen, I'm I'm at the parade. I'm at the parade. We have a parade this weekend. I'm at the parade. I'm looking at the high school. I see the high school, and they got a goddamn big-ass punk in the middle. He's dancing harder than the goddamn girls in the motherfucking, in the damn little chair group. I said, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Girls, his ass is just in there. I'm talking about this, he's humping and bumping. Then the shit, 
like this little chair team with them. I don't know where this little chair team comes from, but now the big girls is dancing one way. Oh, no, no, that wasn't the high school. It was a dance troupe. Now, the big girls is dancing. The older ones is dancing. I'm saying, like, the older ones from, like, all right, when I say older, I mean, like, probably 12 and up. You know what I'm saying? They, they doing their little dance routine. But the one, but the babies, like, six, seven, man, they got these, they got them doing the humping, the bumping. Real world life, I'm going to tell you on some real shit. After looking at so much shit about pedophilia and all this shit, I could only look at them for about, probably about 20 seconds is all I could look at them. And I had to turn mm-hmm. away. I said, I can't even look at our babies. I'm like, look at this shit, man. I'm like, yo, this is goddamn. I said, yo, if you a grown man and you watching little little babies more than goddamn 30 seconds, you might be a pedophile. What the fuck going on? Why you got the babies out here? And I'm saying that our men are, but yeah, you saying you are over sexualizing the little girls. You know what I mean? Right. Put them in a situation where you got them with other girls who are older and younger, and then you put them, they all looking the same, and you so you blurring the line between the between you know that that um age. So the yeah, between the ages, it just that sexual lewdness that was there, that was just. It was it, it was seen insidious. Once you know, I'm gonna tell you now. Look, man. We, look, I look that shit that that shit that that, that, that the War Horizon put out, man. That shit is some good shit because they caught me on to that shit. I can't get. I gotta give respect to that fucking information that the irritated Jimmy put out on pedophilia and just the, the homosexual nature and all that shit. Uh, Black Widow and all different types of things on just the, the mindset and how they place it in different places just to make sure that you're okay with it. You know what I mean? Keep you to be able to look past it. And so I didn't see him putting nothing in there about them cheerleaders and stuff, but when I seen it, I could see it. I was like, damn, look at that. That shit don't look right right there. And I can just think back to, oh, when I was a kid, like the cheerleaders don't got on. They got on the skirts as short as hell with their panties on up under there. Now, Mm -hmm. in the bikini, because it's dark or whatever, and it ain't made of thin cotton. It's made of like lycra, so now they go in the bikini, but they got panties on. And for the whole time they doing they cheering, you ain't seeing nothing but ass cheeks and panties. Cause look, the look, you know the, the dress like a little teaser where it go up just so high enough so you can catch a little, but you you don't. You know what I mean? Cause I can remember from my high school days, watching my college days, being in college, looking at you. You wait for the you wait for the cheerleaders to get to stopping, nigga. There's nothing else. Eyes, I've got to be here near the cheerleaders. I'm watching the game, but when the cheerleaders get to go, and I got to be able to watch them too. And so now to think about, it, I'm like, damn, that's what the whole purpose was. Mm-hmm. The sexual magnet, like yo, it just and, that, and that's some whole other that you know, and that just <clears throat> show that it's been in place in our schools for a long time. It's been there in our schools for a long time. That's why we always hear about these children, these these teachers having sex with our with our kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been there. Yeah, that coach. And, and, and that's why they wouldn't pass the law in public in the public schools, but they are passing in the private schools. Mm-hmm. The law for the yeah. public yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what we're saying. Yep. And our children are mostly in the public school. Mm-hmm. Our children. 
this team been there a long time. This but the only real only option, sis, is like you did. You got to pull out, got to begin to pull your babies out these schools. Yeah, you have to. You have to. You have to. Not only that they being prayed physically, but mentally their minds is being preyed on with this transgender fucking agenda, teaching them about two mommies, two daddies, and shit. Like, what the fuck yeah. does the child need to know some shit like that for? Even if your child is doing that shit at the home, that's not something you would need to bring into a curriculum with other children, explain to them about right. the shit that they ain't got going on. Mm-hmm. Like that, mm-hmm. You know, my mom and dad together, why you need to tell me about, we're not in here talking about necessarily mom and dad, you know what I'm saying? They don't have a curriculum based on uh, male and female being together, so why do you need to bring a curriculum specifically about two men or two women being together? Right. So. Oh, I think we forgot to mention, not only the bathrooms, the locker rooms too. Well, um, last week I was reading a story on some of the issues. I believe this was in, was that Florida? I was talking to Brother Tim, reading the article, and it said that there was disparities, the disciplinary disparities, that, like, majority of the black children was getting, like, um, uh, the in-school and out-of-school suspension as well as being re- uh, referred to police and being arrested mm. and shit. So... And then it went on to say at the bottom, it said, okay, they have made uh, 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 basically uh, reforms that they were going to institute, and the issue of the racial disparities has, has been addressed. Then it said there's two other uh, probes, civ- uh, uh, civil violations, civil rights violation probes that need to be addressed. And it said that was uh, uh, gender equality. In athletics and and child with and children with disabilities. Hmm. So I I was telling brother Tim I said man look at this slick ass shit. So, huh? Go ahead, man. Nah, so they saying they didn't address okay the racial shit been going on from from time immemorial. So we still dealing with that, but you're going to tell me you implemented the reforms for the racial shit, but now the two issues left for the civil to, you know, because now when you say civil rights, they got you talking about race, gender, all that bullshit. So now it ain't just be, used to just be black and black and white shit. You should be black. But now, so then they say, okay, they have implemented the reforms for the disciplinary discrepancies. Now the only two civil issues left is gender uh, equality for athletics and children with disabilities. But the article wasn't even about that. It was about specifically the disproportionate disciplinary actions taken against black children in the public school system and the private school system. But then by the end of the article, they didn't turn it into addressing transgender issues. And I was like, man, this is, these niggas think they slick as fuck, man. So now, like, man, it's just, it's just, you know what I mean? And the funny part is, as soon as they start showing this shit, they putting black people, black people are the one, okay, the principal of the school was black. Or, you know what I'm saying? They're showing black people being the cha- the ones championing this transgender equality issues. Yeah. Oh, they, you, yeah. That's who they had to make us, listen, they've been making us comfortable with this shit for mad long. 
they've been making us more and more comfortable. We just didn't see it. Some of our best, some of the people that we, uh, you know, adore as entertainers have made us comfortable with this type of thing. I mean, so they, you know, so once, once they've seen us going in masses to go see Medea, you know what I'm saying, Tyler Perry can make millions of dollars over of that. They, they can see that you, you can have RuPaul put out a quote on models, and you can see that rocking. They put a fucking transgender, they put a black transgender on the front of People magazine. Yeah. Yeah. So they started, they kept us on it. We look, man, we was like, yo, we're black people so, so, you know, we so, you know, we, we feel like we've been so down that we champion anything that people throw out there that, that, that sound like it might be good. Look, look, we doing the first act. We doing this. You know, anything that, you know, that they could, they could put over some shine on it, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And peace this too, Brother Vaughn, with the RBG shit, well, you know, throwing in the Black Lives Matter. And that's a homosexual mm-hmm. organization, a transgender, BGLTBGR, whatever the fuck all that shit is. Threw that in there on some uh, black rights, some, you know what I mean? Blacks get murdered and young black men get murdered in the streets. So now we're supposed to be teaming up with the LBGT, SQVC behind right. some shit. Like, what the fuck that got to do with blacks getting murdered? Or oh, we suffer the same types of uh, yeah, inequalities, and, and, you know what I'm saying? And the yeah. same types of uh, social dogma things. No, you saying that. Just last weekend, they just had this shit go on here in my city. They, I ain't go out. These jokes talking about some man, listen, come out, uh, protest for Jeff. And I'm like, what? I'm talking about protest for Jeff. What justice? What are they talking about? So I'm looking at the article, man. They're like, yo, man, it's supposed to be justice for this dude, Jeff. So I, I, I look. I don't see nothing worthwhile. You know, I look at the little news thing, and the first thing I see is a reverend out there. And the reverend said the one thing that I knew, I know that y'all don't know what the fuck y'all doing out here. He says, yo, I'm out here. Yeah, but I ain't seen the video. But from what I heard, it's horrendous. And we already know how the police do. I said, oh, wait a minute. Why the fuck you got the microphone? If you ain't seen shit, get the fuck out uh-huh. the fight. Don't get to telling us what the fuck going on. How are we out there getting justice for somebody that know, nobody know what the fuck going on except for what he said. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, then I see, I see the facts. Like I live in a city, full. I mean, the city not that big. It's like 150,000 people here. You know what I mean? So, with 150,000 people here, inside of certain protest circles and shit like that, if you go out and be about, you're gonna see the people who be about. So I see the certain fags in place, right? I see them, the dykes and the fags. I see them out there. I'm like, what the fuck. I'm like, nah, man, what the fuck is that? Then I see the Black Lives Matter during the press conference. Set. I said, oh, I know this stuff that I'm definitely staying away from. You know, I, I need to see exactly. Yeah, when, yeah, when everybody gets you, get a snap. So I don't know who the person is. I don't know who the dude is yet. I don't yeah. know who the dude is yet. Uh-huh. Now, I see the video. Before I even see a clear picture of the dude, I see a video. I see the video of the incident. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Now, they telling us, this is what the fuck they saying, this is what happens to the boy. The boy goes to the package store, this is what they want us to protest. It's a, it's a young lady in the package store, trying to buy alcohol, does not have ID. The people there says, no, you can't purchase the alcohol, 
wholeheartedly. She goes outside, gives the money to the to the boy. They know that she gave the money to the boy. He comes in trying to buy the stuff. They, they like, listen, man, me not letting you buy this because she just tried to come here and buy this. We can't let you buy it because we think you're buying this from her. This might be underage drinking. We can't be no party to this shit here. He he goes slap off. Now, in the video, you see him. He's just going off, smiling, do, do, do. He, you can see him. He's pointing at the security. He's, do, 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 do. You barely can make out what the fuck he's saying, but he's wilding. Then he, he's just talking shit. And I'm like, damn, that nigga sound like a fucking faggot. Man, I'll tell you this while I'm watching the video. So now he's telling you, I don't care. Police. Just going wild, going wild, crazy. Now, police come. Police immediately, man. Listen, man. What? Don't want to act right? No, listen, immediately. He goes, he's telling yada, yada. Police immediately snatching. Boom, down to the ground, boom, taser, boom. <laughs> Got him. He's down for the count. I'm talking about they meet they on him, because as soon as he come out, he's still with this loud, yeah, 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 yeah. boy and shit. Now, listen, son. They, they talking about how the police done jumped on him and beat him, done jumped on him. Son, the police, they knew he was a faggot. That's what I'm telling you. The police knew he was a faggot. The police did not fuck him up like they would have normally fucked somebody up. Because yeah. he was a faggot. I'm telling you, it's my word, see. They knew he was a faggot because I could see the way that they handled him. They didn't handle him like they handled <laughs> normal, normal dudes. Yeah. So our police, I know how they handle you. I know police. Police handle men like they handling men. They handled him like he was, like, like, no, so he really handled him with face. But they handled them different. Like, yo, they was like, yo, we not going to be With caution. They handled that nigga with caution, huh? Yeah, with caution, y'all. With caution, son. They handled him with caution. Hit him with the taser once. Hand comes on him. It's a wrap, man. You're done. Done deal, man. You're out of here. Right? So I see the video. Then I see pictures of him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fact. Oh, fact. The queen said, yo, he looks like he got breath. What the fuck? This nigga's a cool flaming fag. But that's what they want. They come on. We're going to have a protest now. Now I see the flaming fag. Now they like, yo, now we go for protesting in front of the police department. We're going to protest in front of the store. We're going to shut the store down. I said, what? Hold on. <laughs> I want to shut the store down. This is one of the few stores in the fucking community doing the right fucking thing. You understand me? Listen, man. I'm not for these motherfuckers having all these package stores in our community. But look, I'm not for underage people being able to just go inside a package store and just be able to grab drinks. And they just be selling them to them like there's nothing. I ain't for that either. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. if they going about the business of being responsible, like, yo, listen, man, we don't want, you know what I mean? Look, y'all can go somewhere else. But I just can't let y'all do that here. You take your money and leave. You don't throw a faggot hissy fit. Didn't want to shut them down for doing the right thing. If you look at it, if it's your, what if that's your child trying to get liquor? You know what I'm saying? And 
if it was the police assault that took place, what the fuck the store got to do with it? You supposed to go down to the police station to protect. <laughs> oh, they want to pull, they want to go out to the store. Uh-huh. Oh, for what? For doing the right thing? God damn. Now, this is some fat, this is really some fag shit. Because the fag is just mad because they wouldn't sell them something. You go, you, you go, you know, fags got that about them. Fags got that about them. They, they, they listen, man, you, you tell a fag no, oh, man. Oh, man, listen, man. See, the fag take, look, man, you know how it's hard. Listen, man, it's hard for you to have a woman and tell her no. A fag think he is a woman. So he take that door, <laughs> he take that door and multiply that to a hundred times. So you tell this this crazy-minded joker no, and he's, he's on his fucking rocker. And had all the facts out, everybody out, yell, you know, they got the crazy white people out, no shoes on, hippies, all types of Every fucking body is out. Justice for Jeff. And you saying that, brother born. You know how women is naturally sociable and shit, right? So a lot of times they be talking a lot, you know what I'm saying? And they kind of like, you know, sometimes they be kind of like, just, you know, kind of loud in their own way as a sociable type female. But have you ever seen a group of fucking fags? Like, they take that shit and they just be all somewhere to fuck. You like, what the fuck? Like, you would think if you was in that type of nature, you wouldn't want to draw no attention to yourself. No, they proud. Man, they be the loudest motherfuckers in any You got to have a lot of pride to take. You got to have a lot of pride. Take it. They have a lot Thank of pride, you. man. They proud motherfuckers, man. You got to. To do what you do, to do what they do, you got to be proud motherfuckers, man. You, you know, you come out there like that. But listen, let me tell y'all something, no. Let me tell y'all something what the white man talking about. Let me tell you something about the white man talking about. The white man say, listen, Americans, we being distracted. We being distracted with the transgenders. The real argument is the three nuclear disasters that's unfolding in America. Mm-hmm. That's the real problem that's going on. So they distracting you about hearing the three nuclear disasters occurring on the East Coast? Huh? They talking about the bathroom this, the bathroom that. They said, listen, one major disaster that will soon come to a head all started with a fire at the Bridgetown landfill in Missouri. That has been burning for five years. Despite this extremely long length of time, authorities say that the fire is nowhere close to being contained. What's more is that St. Louis County officials have reported that they have an emergency plan in place because the fire is closing in on nuclear waste dumps. Now, it's been an entire year since the county first became concerned that the fire would reach the waste lake landfill, which is home to piles of leftover nuclear waste from the Manhattan Project in Cold War. Although the EPA has had control over the site since 1990, no significant effort has been made to clear the harmful waste. The environmental protection, listen, y'all, environmental protection that had this shit for 26 years, they did shit to clean it up. You'll leave it here. Now, EPA announced last December that it planned on building the wall to prevent the fire from ever reaching the hazardous materials. But the project was supposed to take a year to complete, and residents are furious at this slow-moving effort to stop a natural disaster. The project.
project has not yet begun. It was just barely finalized last week. What do you mean, natural disaster, white man? You talking about a five-year burning fire from a motherfucking dump, moving to another dump. Mm-hmm. Like no goddamn natural disaster. This is a fire at the Bridgetown landfill that is moving towards the goddamn Westlake landfill, which is the nuclear landfill. There's not no natural disaster. What the fuck? What kind of fire lasts five years? The fuck you mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that's energy. That's 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 sick of power in town and shit. That's fucking energy. Man, Nigga pulling some bullshit. That's y'all like some shit, David. And look, we might as well say, uh, who who is the people from out there in India? Uh, this guy did. Uh, oh, man. Oh, man, man, man. The Muslims got their shit. Um, oh, man, I can't remember the name of them right now. But uh, I'll remember. Oh, Huru Mazda, man. This guy like the, the Holy Fire or Huru Mazda, man. The fire is burning five years straight. But now they say, look. They say we ain't made no point yet to, to, to do that. You know what I'm saying? They ain't they ain't made no move on building this um wall yet though. And they say additionally, there are two nuclear reactors in the US that have reportedly been leaking for months. One of the nuclear plants in in Turkey Point, which is in Florida, was found to have been leaking polluted water into Miami Dade County's Biscayne Bay. The pollution is affecting the bay's surface waters and will likely have damaged effects on the already fragile ecosystem. The pollution is also said to have affected the drinking water, as huge saltwater plumes coming from the power plants have invaded the groundwater. Laura Reynolds, an environmental consultant that is working towards filing a lawsuit against the Turkey Point Plant Point Power Plant, says, we know exactly where the pollution is coming from, and we have a tracer that shows us in the national park. We are worried about the marine life there and the future of Biscayne Bay. Meanwhile, another nuclear reactor in New York has been leaking ever since Americans greeted the new year when workers accidentally spilled contaminated water that contained the radioactive hydrogen isotope triton. The spill caused a massive spike in radiation in the groundwater wells, and one well even saw an increase in radioactivity of about 65,000%. This is extremely concerning, but when you consider that this is the ninth reported spill in the last year, four of which were so severe that the plant had to be closed, it becomes clear that something needs to change. The residents living close to these leaks and fires are alarmed to say the least, but utility companies and government agencies who hands are in the pockets of the utility companies, have continued to downplay the damaging effects of exposure to radiation. Some Americans have suspected the passing of North Carolina's bathroom bill, which prohibits transgender people from using the bathroom associated with the gender they identify with, has been a ploy to distract Americans from some of these real issues. And they may be right. While there are other important matters occurring daily throughout the world, these three nuclear disasters are being underreported on in an effort to keep the public from turning their attention to these dangerous problems. They've got it, they've got it going right now. Damn, I'm up here in Connecticut, man. We, we too close to New York, man. Wait a minute. And we got one of them nuclear, we got some nuclear power submarines and shit down here. 
rotten and all that shit. I wonder what they leaking off. I'll tell you what, one thing they leaking off into the water here is a lot of oil. We got mad oil barges and, like, oil shit out here in our, in our harbor. And it's not even no big harbor. So, brother, you better watch out over there. Our family out there in St. Louis, out there in Missouri, be on the lookout, man. They plan on moving y'all out. They definitely, they don't plan on stopping it because if they had a plan that's going to take over a year for it to, uh, for it to be completed, and they saying that in a year, that shit, you know, year that shit might reach the nuclear plant. What the hell y'all going to do? Because in a year you ain't going to have it cleaned up. Unless y'all Asians, unless y'all bring a gang of Chinese people over here, and you know, and they government and everything, infrastructure and everything. And I don't mean not because the Chinese people work faster as the people, but the infrastructure and how it's set up, it works different. They gonna work twenty four hours, but not stop working. Are we killing? You might kill you dead on the spot, but shit get done. Yeah. Man, that's some that's some wild shit right there. Watch out. Watch out. What's the, the shelf life, man, on that radio activity, man? That shit almost got like a what hundred thousand year shelf life or some shit. That shit can be like some crazy shelf, like the time that, that shit can be like active before it die out. That should be forever, ever, 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 ever. You know what I'm saying? Forever, ever. Shit in the water. <laughs> they talk about Michigan and shit, Flint, huh? Oh, man. Yeah, man. They got over in um in Washington State, they got a $110 billion nuclear mess they trying to clean up from nine different reactors that's been decommissioned, but they still got waste here. So, you have to watch out. But, um, let me see, let me see, let me see. All right, hold on. Uh, uh, let me, let me give y'all this, though. Let me give y'all this, man. Let me give y'all this, man. Brother man, brother man in trouble, man. Brother man in trouble. Brother man in trouble. Brother man been accused of a hate crime. Our brother been accused of a hate crime. And I'm telling you, I'll tell you right now, man, our brother is innocent. We might have to go out. We might have to go out and protest for this brother right here. He might need a march. This brother here need a march. If anybody need a march, he need one. He need one. I'm going to tell you all why he need a march right now. If I can get the damn shit, come on, work for me. Well, I could tell you why he need a march at the damn at the shit. It's working, right? Shit messing up. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Yoko Ono says he had an affair with Hillary Clinton in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, damn, man. My damn article don't want to open. Something going on. Yo, this some bullshit right here. 
man, I got an article. Brother was accused of a hate crime. Damn. I wish somebody could go on my page and get this article. Shit, this some bullshit. My, my computer done seized up on me. Huh? It done seized up on me. I don't know what to do right now. I have to restart my shit or something. Dropping too much science, brother B. Yo, but I got a, uh, I got this. Uh, I want to put this in because the brother got accused of a hate crime. And y'all, and, and you're not going to believe this hate crime. Y'all ain't going to believe this. This one right here, this one right here, I'm telling you, this brother needs, we're going to have to go out and fight for this brother. I can never get this thing open. All right. Let's, let's see if I can get it open now. If I can ever get this thing open. Hate crime. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Restaurant owner from Harlem faces serious criminal charges after offering some free sample of his new double bacon cheeseburger on the public sidewalk near the old Broadway synagogue. Okay. The ball Francis Brown, owner of the old Broadway Burgers and Grills restaurant is Accused of offering free food that violates the Jewish dietary law in front of a Jewish place of worship in a deliberate act of anti-Semitism. Members of the Jewish community claim they try to explain that their religious dietary restrictions to Mr. Brown, the M. Brown, and asked for burgers that did not contain any bacon. We'll take the burgers, nigga, but not with no bacon on them. <laughs> Just like a low-life Jew. He don't give a fuck if it's halal meat or not. He don't care about no cheese, none of that shit. He just care about the motherfucking the trimmings on it to make it look like he's still he look like he writes it. I don't eat no bacon, but give me the burger. <laughs> According to the 31-year-old businessman, simply answered that if they weren't happy with his offer, they could go inside his restaurant and order something else, but they would have to pay. Y'all listen, listen to the low-life juice. Listen to the low-life small hat. Listen to what the rabbis say. The rabbis say his actions were clearly tainted with some medieval anti-Semitic prejudice against Jewish Africans. He was, he was, he was, he was. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot to put the, I forgot to put my my my, my motherfucking Yiddish on it. I forgot to put my Yiddish, my Yiddish on it. He was insinuating that because we are Jews, we were Rather break our moral and religious laws for <laughs> <our> food. Stop <laughs> constantly victim of this kind of harassment and anti-Semitic behavior. <laughs> Something will make it stop. It's a question of human dignity and civil rights. So, oh, here they go with the civil rights. Here they go with the civil rights. Yeah. Listen, listen. He, he first insinuating, he was insinuating because we are Jews that we would rather have bacon burgers than go pay for a burger our own self. We'd rather have the free bacon burgers than pay for a burger our own self. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> You're victims of this kind of harassment. And that's to do something to make it stop. Listen, these motherfuckers say they constantly get harassed like this. People constantly offering the bacon. <laughs> they constantly giving them the pork chops. Having cheese.
cheese. Every time we go somewhere, the first thing they offer you want ham and cheese, pig feet, pork chops, anything for you, rabbit. <laughs> trying to get their shekels and give them some bacon. Yeah, bacon yeah, yeah. This brother, we need a defense fund. This brother needs a defense fund right here. This brother needs a defense fund. Mr. Brown uh-huh. not guilty this morning in Manhattan Courthouse claiming this entire story is a misunderstanding and he feels no animosity towards Jews at all. According to him, he was only trying to promote his new burger. And said he had no idea that East Pork was forbidden by Jewish dietary law. I ain't no Jew. I didn't know that. <laughs> Mr. Brown said, Mr. Brown said, Mr. Brown said, for me, bacon is God's greatest creation. Oh, Mr. Brown said, bacon, bacon? Bacon one of God's greatest creations. Yeah, he talking about he don't eat no bacon. What are you talking they about? They said bacon go with everything, ain't it? Everything. You put bacon on everything. You feel <laughs> Mr. Brown told the reporters that the exit of the courtroom, I never thought that someone could be prevented from eating pork. And I certainly didn't mean to offend anyone. I was trying to be nice and to get some new customers. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Brown claimed that his actions were not motivated by religious hatred. Both the prosecution and judge determined that there was enough substance in this case to go on with the trial. All them dudes get this ass prosecuted. He got to be in front of the United States District Court on May 25th, man. Listen, we might have to find a way to get this brother some help here, man. I'm going to have to find this brother here, man. I'm going to have to find this brother here, man. We got to, we got to, I'm about to call this brother here, man. I'm going to keep this. I'm going to call this brother Old Way, oh, the owner. And he owned Old Broadway Burgers and Grills. He owned it. This is a young brother. This is a young brother. That's what they try to do. They trying to, they trying to take his shit. They want his business. They want to take yeah. Nigga, that's going to be the Jewish kosher card. Oh, so turn that shit. Hey, yo, brother, listen down, listen down. Look, look, look. Is brother with the bullshit? Listen, man. Is it brother with the bullshit? Listen, man. Is it... <laughs> 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 the brother go next door to the country and Jewish city Listen, man, I got bacon burgers. Double, double, double cheese bacon burgers. Come on. The Jew said, look, man, he told me wouldn't go buy stuff. Oh, <laughs>
behave to you may be different from someone in within that same religion. Mm-hmm. So that just that just you know coincides with what you're saying. Basically, so listen, the A rab. I'm sitting here, listen, right? I've seen this shit with the A rabs, right? So this was the A rab. This was the A rab. Um, it was just reasoning. He was like, "Yo, I ain't in no Muslim country. So since I ain't in a Muslim country, you know what I'm saying? I got to go along with what's going on here. Cause you know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody. I don't want to be looked. I don't want to be looked at different. So I got to do everything they do here." I said, now, ain't that some bullshit right there? What any excuse to you not to do? You say this was do the right thing. For any excuse not to do it. But this 31-year-old brother, man, I don't, you know, I, I'm right, I'm right with the brother. And the brother say, look, man, I didn't know you came, people couldn't eat no bacon. I didn't know you could be forbidden from eating pork. You know what I'm saying? Now, only thing I want to do, I'm going to have to call this brother because I just want to hear his accent. All right, that's it. <laughs> I just want to hear his accent. That's who's going to let me know if he was with the bullshit or he really didn't know. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 that's it. That's what's going to let me know right there because if he, if he sound like he's from downtown, I'm like, all right. Then. All right. You know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> But if this nigga, if I call him and he sound like some nigga from Brooklyn or uh, the Bronx somewhere, I know that you with the bullshit. The <laughs> latest nigga in New York don't know that Jews and Muslims don't eat pork. <laughs> everybody know that. That's right. Everybody know that. You from New York, you was born in New York. Man, you got to know that. If you was born, especially in the city. You got to know that it's too many of them around you. Not to know, it's like that's just going to be common knowledge. So unless this nigga was in jail, not, not even in jail. That's what I'm saying. Like you couldn't. Have. He had to be from down south, hopefully from Arkansas somewhere, Alabama, and I can be like, oh, all right, all right, <laughs> all right bro, I understand. I understand what you're saying. You ain't know they don't eat no pork. You know, true. Wait, but brother, brother Anthony, which part of New York are you talking about? New York City or upstate New York or yeah. the area? Now, you know what? Ah. Yeah, you right. <laughs> right. You know, listen, I was out in the place in New York. I said, what in the hell? I mean, I was, <laughs> look, I went so far in New York. I went so far in New York, there wasn't even no mountains in New York no more. We was in the mountains. I said, what the fuck happened to the mountains? <laughs> I said, yo, listen, we was on the highway. I seen mountains in front of me, man. Where'd it go? He said, man, we in the mountains. That's cool shit. So, I, I know what you mean. And we was out there. We are, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be, yeah, you could be places where y'all, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. But I heard people from, listen, I don't stand, though. I don't talk to black dudes who's from New York and not from New York, the island, but from inside of New York State. And they sound like they from down south. <laughs> yeah, going further up. Yeah, who the country? Like cats from Hartford. Who the country they can come from, man? Why you sound from country like that? Well, you just you from <laughs> This country acts like where you get this down south accent from, man. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is. I guess it's the further you stay away from. But I know what that is. Not close proximity to white people like that. Really on top of their uh. language like that. 
You know what I'm saying? Having the time to be able to flip and bounce the language how you want to. So, you know, I, I guess that, 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 that will play into it. And you in the city, you more, you right there, you more uh, accustomed to being around white people, hearing their language, being right on top of the, you know, the jargon or the vernacular, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, that they're using. But even go, and the further upstate you go, you run into them rednecks, too. In their country. There's hillbillies out there. There's hillbillies yeah. in New York. There's hillbillies in New York. We're alive. There's hillbillies out there in New York. Plus, New York's a big-ass state. New York is way bigger than because, like, most people, when they think of New York, the only thing they think of is the island. They think of New York, New York. They forget that. They forget you could be driving six hours in New York and still be in New York. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I drove. We drove. Word, we drove six hours. I drove from Queens. No, from from Queens. All the way to Albany, and then I said, "Yo, this is a long ass ride right here, man." And we ain't left New York yet. And, and <laughs> yo, I was so far in New York that we leave from Connecticut to go to New York, but I was so far in New York that we had to go through Massachusetts to get back to Connecticut. I said, "What the fuck going on, man?" I said, "I said, yo, man, the signs say we now entering the Massachusetts. What the hell is going on?" He said, yeah, we got to go through Massachusetts, get back home. So, hey, out here, man. We way out here. But that's a, that's a, that's a large thing. It, it, it covers a lot. That's why there's a lot of farmland out there in New York and stuff like that. They getting fucked over. You know what I'm saying? Farmers out there, they getting fucked over like anywhere else. They out there going crazy. They they getting messed out right now. They all getting high. There's a lot of that going on. Then, then what else going on? It's because it's so much farm. The white people's new cash crop up there in upstate New York is marijuana. They grow weed. The white people in upstate New York, that's what they're doing. They're growing weed. And, and, and selling it everywhere. That's so their hustle now. Selby? Yeah, that's their hustle. That's what they're doing. They're like, later for that, we're selling weed. We got the, we got the, we got the land. We got the land. And we don't have the same, and they don't got the same type of, um, oh, man. Listen, listen to this shit. Now, we just talked about the floor ride, right? We just talked about the floor ride. Come on, hold it. Come on, man. Stop fucking And we just talked about the floor ride. Article right here. Tel Aviv, Israel. In an astonishing interview broadcast on Israeli national television channel, Ivan Doranovich, a former KGB agent under USSR's, now remember I said Russia was the first one working with this, uh, 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 goddamn. Hold on, man, where's the article, man? Oh. Open up. Let me let me get it open. But it, it, this is the headline: Water fluoridation was a Soviet plot to dumb down America, says former KGB agent. Former KGB agent under USSR's last president, Mikhail Gorbachev, admitted highly confidential information about a program. Soviets used to uh, 
program was used water fluoridation as a tool of psychological and biological warfare against the American government and its people. The former spy that has lived in Israel since the fall of the Soviet Union in 1991 explained how the USSR sold the idea of adding sodium fluoride and tap water to the to the Western world as the benefits for children's teeth when in fact it was meant to sterilize the women and dumb down the men. He explained during a 45-minute interview that the real reason behind water fluoridation was to benefit children's teeth and there are many ways in which it could be done that are much easier, cheaper, and far more effective. I find it very ironic that the United States and other countries around the world still practice this old sickening method that was propagandized by our secret services, he said laughingly. Hitler's idea to fluoridate the water system of Poland weeks before its invasion by German troops was suggested by Stalin, who used sodium fluoride in, in Serbia's gulags and found the treatment highly effective. And that's what I was explaining earlier, how uh, he used them inside his jails so he could have less guards to prisoners ratio. Uh, Donovich claims that as the ploy to poison America's public water supply began in 1930s, it still went on until the final days of the Soviet Union. It is one of the USSR's best-kept secrets that has been well ingrained in the brains of Americans that they must fluoridate the water and must brush their teeth with fluoride every day, although the main ingredient of Rat poison and Prozac is also a derivative of fluoride. That they just keep asking for more. He explains. In most countries of Europe, if most countries of Europe do not fluoridate the water anymore, it is because this information has leaked from former agents like me into European political circles. Yet it still has credibility in America. I guess even the USSR is long gone today. It is objective to dumb down. America has succeeded beyond its wildest dreams. He adds with a large wrench. All right, and then I already talked about the Eurotoxin. Um, how, you know, it could, uh, over a period of lifetime, one IQ could drop over 20 points. Uh, it, it, it is, in fact, listen, 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 listen. Repeated doses of infinite Infinitismal, infinity, infinitesimal, infinitesimal, amount, repeated doses of infinitesimal amounts of fluoride will in time reduce an individual's power to resist domination by slowly poisoning and narcotizing a certain area of the brain, thus making him submissive to the will of those who wish to govern him. It is, in fact, a it is in fact a very convenient form of lobotomy. He told Channel One, and this is some of the information that we were just hearing from, you know, uh, World Health Organizations, which are lining it up, you know. About what type of neurotoxin it is and how it, how it damages you. And now I just looked over and I just seen all the articles. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So that was very interesting, right there. Very interesting. Hmm. I don't know. You saying that, brother Moore? It's uh. You know, sometimes when people look at the state of our people, they're wondering why, you know what I'm saying, we still keep repeating some of the same behaviors, 
mannerisms, when 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 we suffering some of the same type of oppression tactics that they've been using for so long. They're like, well, why haven't these motherfuckers woke up yet? Like, why they can't see what's going on and make moves? It's like, you know what I'm saying? We've been hit from all angles and shit, biochemically and shit. So we want to make moves and try to react and shit, but because of the chemicals and shit that they're putting in our motherfucking food and the water and the air, like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. We're not able to have the proper reaction and shit because our biogenetic makeup has been geared for us to accept this type of bullshit. So only a few of us is going to be able to, you know, the majority of people are going to be stuck, fucked up. It's going to take something catastrophic for them to be able to really, you know what I'm saying, uh, identify with what's really going on and how to fucking maneuver to be able to, you know what I mean, maneuver against the shit. You know, are people like a person who always been scary for their whole life, and then all of a sudden <coughs> they get in a fight one time and win. Then all of a sudden they get compliments. You know, some people just need to get in a fight one time and win. See, we've been in a fight and just been losing because we ain't been striking back. No doubt. Like Again, like. Get, like when, yeah. get that courage and you get your confidence up. Mm-hmm. Look, look, but then look, you see, like when I look at some of the like sixties and the seventies, our people mobilized at a very uh, high rate. They were very uh, engaged in social issues. Now it's kind of hard to get that same because of all the propaganda. Food, you know what I'm saying? The, all the different angles that, that the enemy throwing, it's hard for us to even be able to mobilize, even when, when we just get murdered in the street and shit. You see what I'm saying? When you look at like back in the day, it was all types of organizations. You got SNCC, you had civil rights, you had uh, uh, you know Nation of Islam. You know what I'm saying? You had the Black Panthers. Like you had cats moving. We had so we was mobilizing so much we had we, we we couldn't unite because we have so many different organizations trying to bang on the beast. Now we just it's almost hard just to get one solid one to actually be able to address some of the issues that we uh, face. And now the COINTELPRO uh, 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 element is so fucking perfected. They know how to damn near neutralize your shit before you even get it off the ground. So, you know, just saying that to say, you know what I mean, we got a lot. Uh, the enemy has upped its uh, ante as far as the levels of execution. So now we got to be like ten times as more sharper, more sharper to do shit that we used to just do off of just basic fundamental, uh, uh, basic fundamental interaction on day-to-day social, you know what I mean, on social elements, the social strata on the day-to-day nature. To get up and organize and go march or go, you know, boycott a motherfucker, we used to do that shit like it was nothing. Like, okay, y'all gonna play us? Here's what we gonna do. Yeah, now, now you're right, you can see some of the effects of that uh, fluoridation program along with a lot of other things. But it was such a well-working program, like, if you're using it inside the gulag, which is, you know, these are the top prisons, then it had to be uh, affected. 
type of uh, uh, tool. So if you don't got time to be playing with these people in there, you need to give them something that's going to definitely keep them subdued. You feel me? And then what people still don't realize is when our brothers and sisters is behind enemy lines, behind them prison gates, they be running all type of psychological uh, propaganda on them and shit just to see how they react to being locked up. They be like, okay, we put this in their food, and the motherfuckers was all going to sleep at like 6 o'clock. We did this to them, and they all had this particular. So they be testing on our people the whole time. So then by the time they bring that shit to the, huh? So you're right. Now it's locked up. There's certain shit like, there's certain shit you just don't drink. You be like, fuck that. I ain't drinking that. I ain't drinking that. I ain't eating that. I'd rather I eat what the fuck is in my cell. You know what I'm saying? But they always, they always put like, they put hormone suppressors inside the food in prison. That's one of the things that they try to do is because you got a bunch of men around and you don't want a bunch of sexually aggressive men all around each other at one time. Because so, for one, that, that sexual aggression may turn into revolutionary aggression. And the next thing you know, you got a problem on your motherfucking hand. Uh, so let's turn these niggas into some fags. And they probably monitored their behavior as they was implementing these different hormone blockers and hormone suppressors and was like, oh, damn, these motherfuckers are starting to fuck each other and shit a lot more than when they was before we started implementing this shit. This shit worked. Let's put this shit out into the mainstream uh, populace and see what we can do. Now, you correct about that, man. That's, the, that's where you can, that's, where, that's a big testing ground. Big testing ground, and you ain't got no oversight. You ain't got to worry about nobody, because most, don't nobody really give a fuck about nobody behind Iron Gate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about you out here in the populace, so you know once you go behind the motherfucking Iron Gates, nigga, you pretty much dead, except to your immediate peoples. You true, a lot of times that's how it is. And a... So they already knew what they was doing, man. They've been perfecting this shit for a long, long, long time. And still and still doing it. Now prisons with the privatization, you really don't got no you ain't gotta meet no standards. You can pretty much run that shit how you want. You know what I'm saying? Even with the homosexuality, a lot of that shit probably was the prison guards raping motherfuckers trying to talk about oh, you go you go in and get gang raped and shit, trying to act like the prisoners was doing it. Man, that was the fucking little country ass white guards was doing a lot of that shit. Blaming it on the inmates and shit. You know they fagged out like that. A lot of their jobs, that's why they got them jobs because they deviant then a motherfucking wanna look at men in certain positions and shit. You can get them in certain positions. But Obama made a real important statement. Who really want a job where you got to be looking at a man's ass and you got to check his balls? You got to take a hundred. Like, listen, son, when I got locked up, <laughs> I, like, listen, man. Yeah, you right. I'm with you there. That shit bugged me the fuck out, son. Because, like, yo, son, it bugged me the fuck out, son. Like, I had been locked up before, get right out, you know what I'm saying, on balance shit. Never had to go to the county and no shit like that. Skating. Nigga, I had to go to the fucking county, son, and it's like, son, it's wild other dudes. It's over 100 dudes about to get processed, man. And you got a fucking cop in there looking at everybody's balls and ass. I'm like, son, I was like, yo, there's not no shit I could do on my fucking life. There's no way. There's no way 
I could do this. You know what I'm saying? Where I could be in here and just be like, y'all, this is my job to look at y'all every day. Hell no. Hell no. And and then, but check this out, though. Check this out, Brother Boone. Imagine what that does to the mind of the men who have to undergo that type of fucking procedure every single day, strip naked for another man, spread his cheeks, lift up his fucking nutsack, cough. Like, imagine what that do to you over time. Yeah, son, that shit is shit, man. It's feminized. You only got to go through it once. That's just some bullshit. It, it is. It, now, you know. When I was through it once, that should have fucked you up. Yeah, when I was doing the procedure, I didn't think about, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm in jail now. Like, I took it, I'm going to tell you, listen, I took it like, you know, it is what it is. I've been out here crying. I've been out here committing crime. I finally got caught for some crime. This is what happens when you get caught for crime. You know what I'm saying? That's how I looked at it. But now looking back and really seeing it, regardless of caught for a crime or not, man, it's certain shit that just looks at what the fuck did that have to do with what was going on, man? You didn't have to you didn't have to make me cough and squat the man. You know, you know you know when they humiliate you and shit, like whenever you come like you know what I'm saying, you gotta do that shit before and after your visits and shit, man. And, I mean, that's just, like, just the most, you did the greatest shit, man, because you come from kissing your wife or hugging on your people, you know what I'm saying? That shit. Yeah. Or you can even go back to your dorm, shit. You got, you know what I'm saying? Why well, call, yeah. nigga? Yeah, it's just, nigga for your life. The rest of your life, nigga. There's a white boy come on, lift your nuts. You feel me? Because what, what happens is, like you saying, Brother Tim, you just start to get some human interaction from the people that you love most, and you start to be feeling like a human again, and they take you right back before you can use that energy to put some type of uh, 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 reinforcement around your spirit and your soul and dehumanize you again. Like, nah, nigga, you still a fucking motherfucking monkey, motherfucker. Lift your nuts up, bend over, mother. And then you go right back, and you be like, fuck. And they take you off of you, know what I mean? It, it's designed to break a motherfucker to where you don't even see shit, you know what I'm saying, in a through human eyes. It's like it's nothing. You know, a lot of motherfuckers... But I will say this, though, man. You do have... You do have... I ain't going to say that you have a lot of them. Don't get me wrong. You don't got a lot of them. But you know what I'm saying? You know, you know especially you go in there affiliated a family or something, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have a couple of uh, laws that, that ain't going to make you go through that shit. Yeah, you feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you, man, I never even thought about this shit. I could have sued. I probably could have sued the fucking city. I mean, one day, son, listen, this is how wild the police is in New Haven. Breakfast. These motherfuckers caught me one day walking with some dumbass fucking white boys. Walking with some dumbass white boys. <laughs> Dumb as hell, looking for shit that they don't even know where the fuck they at. The white, now, I'm walking with these dumbass white boys. The fucking cop, I see him. It's the fucking sergeant. I, I already knew who he was. Once I see him, I'm like, damn. I'm telling the white boy, listen, man, y'all motherfuckers keep walking straight. 
we take this left, y'all keep walking fucking straight. Man, the motherfuckers police got on our ass way sooner than when I could take my motherfucking left and they could go straight. And that's the suck. And these jokers take, say, yo, listen, it's broad daylight. They got me out there with my fucking pants on my ankles. In broad daylight. Out there on some other shit. Like, yo, where the cracks? I'm like, I ain't even got no cracks. I and I didn't. I ain't even had none. So, so, you know, this thing get mad. Break all the shit up that I got in my pocket. Now, the, the shit was wild because I got Got me outside where we were now. I got my boxes on, but this one's got me out there with my pants all over my fucking ankles. Out there trying, out there searching. Then these niggas to my day going gold. These niggas got gloves on to my day. I'm like, listen, man, y'all niggas not my <laughs> Word. Like, you motherfuckers. I know, man. That's some crazy shit. On it. You know what I'm saying? And like, yo, at that time, I'm not really seeing it for, for what it, you know, I'm putting myself in a situation where I'm like, yo, this part of the game. But really, what part of the game is this? Yeah, that's 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 what that's the part that fucks it up, bro. It's because I mean, I mean, when you're going through the shit, the shit almost seems normal. It's not until you get there, sit back afterwards, and look back at the shit, and be like, "What the fuck, my nigga?" You feel me? I mean, when you're going through it, everybody goddamn going through this. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, nigga, you know what I'm saying? You gotta go through it to get to where you're going or whatever. You feel me? But but nigga, we used to back and look at that shit, bro. That's some motherfucking some degrading ass shit, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? It took me a long time to just to readjust back to goddamn regularity, my nigga. Just from all the bullshit, my nigga. You feel me? Just I mean, no, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. And you still probably adjusting, cause like you said, after so long, you be like, shit. You can't you can't even fathom that you had to do that shit. You like man, hold up, like man, you still be thinking. Cause I like saying I'm a man. I did my little feel bit. I ain't do no super super stretch. It's funny cause like you know, I knew my my spirit told me one day like look, you know what I'm saying? I'm a ha- I'm I'm gonna show you some shit. So you're gonna get you're gonna get you know what I mean? I'm gonna have you go behind enemy lines cause I want to show you what the fuck is going on with your brothers and sisters back in this motherfucker. And this shit happened like six months before I even had the little inter- run in and shit. So when I go in, you know what I'm saying? But I've never been in there at the time when they was doing that. Like, they make a motherfucking strip and shit. So I'm like, you know what I mean? But the shit happened. And I'm like, when he said it was funny because when he said it, I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, because I knew it was coming. But I was like, damn, this shit is like for real. You know what I'm saying? I was only in like 24 hours and shit. And I'm like, nigga, first of all, I haven't been convicted of shit. So there would really be no need for you to really do no shit like that until a person has been convicted of a crime. You would you would think. You would think. Like, why the fuck would you? First of all, I ain't been convicted of nothing. So you just bringing me in based on suspicion. You shouldn't really have no right to do nothing that would violate me in any way, shape, or form until you proven that I've done something wrong. But then when you peep it, you know what I'm saying, boom, just take you back to, you know what I'm saying, bringing us off the boats and shit, putting us on the boats, bringing us off the boats. You That's exactly what it is. That goddamn, 
wiping a nigga down with that slimy shit. <laughs> Putting and getting a nigga ready for that motherfucking oxygen block, nigga. Oh, you feel me? Once you caught by the slave catchers, man, you caught, and that's what happened. No doubt. And that, I'm like, it's like, uh, I was like you, brother boy. I was, I was, I was prepared because, like you said, it's part of it's just the nature of the beast. So you know when you get behind it's any monster, it come with the territory. But then you be like, damn, is it really that serious that it had to go to this? Just like when, um, when, 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 when brother Gawa was on and shit, nigga, you you stopping me at the border on some bullshit, and y'all gotta fucking strip search me. Got no real probable, but is it really about the strip search? Or is it about something much more greater? You trying to break the warrior in a motherfucker. Hey, yo, you so trying to break really, Like, a lot of times, the best people to be able to see that is when you only go in there once and you get to come right out. I was feel there, me? I was in there going back and forth to court so many times. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm, in, I'm locked up and then got to go, go to court, got to come back. You're going to get stripped every time you come back. Every time you go in and go and come back. Every right? time you go in and come back, man, you getting stripped, no doubt about this. I got a case in I got two cases. So now I'm at court every almost every other week I'm at court. So I'm just son by like the shit by the second month I'm used to this shit. It's not even it ain't even no fucking nothing. Not even the first day I'm looking at the shit, wow, like wow. Son, like two months in it, about eight strip searches, son, I'm just, what the fuck? I got you. I got I got I know what I got it, man. Right. No. <laughs> I got you. It's like, all right. It's like, you know what I'm saying? You just going through the fucking motions. Boom, boom. Hang on my feet. All right. Hang on my tongue, man. All right. Hang on my ass. Boom. All right. Let me get my fucking shit and get the fuck out of here. Modest bitch, yeah. Hey. Get my shit the fuck out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? You stop even taking a you stop even taking offense. You just be like, man, let me just get my shit the fuck out of here, man. And, and and like boom, right there, you being emasculated. When you stop seeing that shit, you know what I'm saying, unconsciously, when you stop seeing that shit as a violation of your manhood, they know it. You being emasculated. Yeah. I can get this that's what, that's what happened after, over time. Uh huh. Over time, mm-hmm. it's like man, like the dude just get this shit over with, man. Like what the fuck? Man, that's some bullshit. Check this out. Imagine what the females be going through when they gotta go through their shit. Yo, yeah, I know that's gotta be wild. That's got to be some wild shit. And you Damn. know they, you know, I'm females, man. Cycles and all types of shit. Great cavity searching them. You feel me? Crucial. And Crucial. then just just speaking on what we what the men go through, as far as uh, you know, the the, the emasculation. Fuck, do you think they'll be doing to our sisters? You know what I'm saying? Especially, they got male prison guards in there, so you know what it is, man. Come on, man. Come the fuck on. You know a nigga be signing up. White boy definitely signing up to go work at the female prison. Nigga said, I've been waiting for this opportunity all my life. Mm-hmm. Man, it's got to be some crazy shit going on. Then you get brothers in there, maybe, that be on some sucker shit exploiting the sisters because they got them in the opportunity. Maybe, maybe. I don't want to be a man kicking the start, no, 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 motherfuckers dissension in the ranks. But you know the white boys up in there doing whatever the fuck they want to do to our sisters. 
And if the sister got any, if she really got some time, you know she's going to be trying to hustle her hand to try to be able to get whatever type of little benefit she can to be able to comfort her while she got to do a long-ass bid. So just like you saying, it was nothing. It became a point in time where it was nothing to you to just come in and boom, boom, yeah, boom, yeah, nothing, <laughs> spread the cheeks, nothing. Now for a sister to be able to do a bid, 10, 15, 20-year bid, imagine how she would have to just, she probably would have to go through 10 times as much more shit, but she would have to totally de- like disconnect herself from the reality of the situation to be able to handle that shit. Feel me? So there's no telling what the fuck she would have to go through as opposed to a man going through the same type of process. She would have to disconnect herself totally. And you know them crackers was up in there probably on some old super crazy foul shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, huh, man? Yeah. But then, man, it was a wild thing, man. Wild thing, man. I, I never, I, I didn't enjoy any of that. I'll tell you, though, I'm going to tell you this, though. It was a learning lesson. And I got to learn a lot because after a while, I was just like, yo, I knew I was going home. I was like, yo, fuck it. I'm not fucking of the bond. I'm just going to wait. And it's just I know that no matter what, with me and my lawyers, some way I'm going to be able to get out with some probation or some shit like that or whatever I want to fuck on. One, one thing, though, man, that, that one thing about it there, man, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the motherfuckers can go far. They can, they can, yeah, they can do bullshit, yeah, but... You know, it's really only so far they can take it, my nigga, you did. Because one thing about it, bro, is, is motherfucking me is is uh race, racial awareness, my nigga, and pride in that motherfucker is at an all-time high, bro. It's much higher than it is out here in the world, bro. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like so, man, so, all you so got, motherfuckers huh? are, are much more united, my nigga. You feel me? And it's black first, my nigga. It's race first, bro. You know what I'm saying? So that bullshit, that bullshit, my nigga, yeah, they can do some stuff. You know what I'm saying? But they can only really go so far, my nigga. Niggas will set their hoe off, dude. You're right about that. It's race first. Cause like, you know what I'm saying? It was to be, it was the blacks. You got the blacks, like, well, you know what I'm saying? You got the blacks. Then you got the, all right, it's, it's the white, black, Puerto Ricans, and, like, um, and then you got, like, up here, it's, like, the whites, you got the whites, the blacks, you got the Puerto Ricans, the Dominicans, and shit, who might fuck with each other, you got the Mexicans who fuck with each other, and then everybody else who, everybody else, they stick with their, whatever their little group is, that's who they stick with. Unless they, you know, unless they just odd in people, then you got a bunch of odd ends who just stick together. They white, black, Chinese, all type of whatever fuck people who just ain't, you know what I'm saying? No, nobody know them. They not from nowhere, nothing like that. So they be sticking like, together. Like out here, like out here, you can make a talk to somebody and that person not really give a damn about really what's happening racially. You know what I'm saying? Like person might not really be giving too much a fuck about, you know what I'm saying, you know, what's hap- what's happening 
in the black community type shit. You feel me? You talk to another black person, he might not really give a fuck. But shit, in there, my nigga, that shit say your life, my nigga. You mm. feel me? Your ass better give a fuck, my nigga. Yo, you, better you know what I'm saying? So it's a different attitude, my nigga. You're yeah. not having nobody walk around like, like you feel <laughs> me? Like, nigga, I'm just me. I ain't got time for this shit. <laughs> like, all right, nigga, you got to only a few people got away with some shit like, yo, I'm just me. You got to be extra crazy. like. like yeah, you got to be out the chain, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to be off or something like that. And they just be like, all right, that's a crazy dude, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just be the crazy dude or whatever. Yeah, I don't see, I don't see color. Yeah, you got to see, you know what I'm saying? You got to be a certain type of person. Yeah. But everybody not going... You're not going to have the majority of people be like, I don't see color. No, 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 no. That's not going to work. Man. See, that's what, that's what I be telling these niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? You're chilling with these white boys or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You might got the cool white homeboy. You know, everybody know him. You know what I'm saying? The cool, the cool, the one cool one out the bunch, right? But you don't know what's going to happen to this boy if, if, if y'all get locked up or something, my nigga. You feel me? You're going to mm-hmm. go to a situation, my nigga, where, I mean, it's, it's race first, my nigga. It's race first, my nigga. Niggas not going to show that nigga no love, my nigga. Get locked up with that white boy. He going with the Aryan Nation. He going with the Aryan Nation, my nigga. He coming out with swastikas on him, my nigga. Yo. It's Yo. like how it go. That's just the way it go, bro. Unless he already, fa- unless, unless, like some of these niggas that went so far, that's why to put some of these white boys down with they sets or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, so not some of the white boys can make it. I don't know. I don't know how I'd be going down, but, you know, some of the white boys, I'd have seen them make it. You know what I'm saying? Because they stick with niggas through the whole shit. But a lot of them white boys, my nigga, because the niggas going to use them, my nigga. Oh, them white boys be Niggas don't use your motherfucking ass. Oh, man, we just had a white boy up here called White Boy Chris, man. The white boy, he he was getting the bricks. Giving it to the homies, giving it to all the fucking blind homies. Giving for it real, my nigga. Say you sit down homies. to make your store, nigga. We make your store, nigga. Right. We, that's our store, nigga. Tell yeah. your wife to send our money in, nigga. Man, the white boy told on everybody. Man, listen, the white boy got less time than everybody. The white boy, the one who was, he had all the work. He was distributing everybody. He fuck around. They get caught. He tells on everybody. They sent him home with a program so he can get rehabilitated. This motherfucker been selling cocaine for 10 years, giving it to the goddamn, giving it to the gang. And, and they done put him down on the set. I said, man, you don't know, man. You got to be out of your mind. Gave the nigga a straight pass, huh? Right, man. That's huh? my nigga, man. He cool as fuck. He wouldn't tell. That's my nigga. Uh, Oh, I don't even get down with all that, man. Yeah. Only, only cool white boys that I knew acted like white boys. They was white boys. <laughs> man, world life, you got to be, I don't get down. You got to be a straight, straight, yeah, I don't get down with all that. Goofy ass white boy, man. Yeah, you a goofy. You a know where you stand, my nigga. I know where you, real yeah, shit, my nigga. White, be a white boy, and we good. I'll be black, you be white, we good. You don't try to be black. Don't try that. Because then I don't fuck with you. Be white, like who the fuck you is, man. Like you hear them niggas talk about uh, 
it's a black and brown thing, man. It's we got it's about minorities fighting against the nigga. Okay, think the message. Think, think the message. <laughs> they will fuck about your black ass if you want to. I don't know. Shit. Bro, I don't know. Don't even think it, my nigga, if I'm you a, want to. So listen, listen, listen. I'm going to tell you who got it twisted with that. Black people up here in the Black people in the Northeast got this fucked up with that. You know why? Because, see, we got these Puerto Ricans up here. And these Puerto Ricans that act black for a certain amount of time. And they act white. Now, they, oh, man, it's, it's weird because they different than them essays. Uh, see, y'all got essays. So up here, we be talking black and brown pride. We try to be down with Puerto Ricans. Down there, y'all yeah. With these motherfucking Mexicans, is not trying to hear no motherfucking black and brown pride. And then we take that slogan and try to apply that slogan to all of them, quote, Hispanics. And they ain't all the same. And they ain't all the same. Uh, exactly, Mexican. brother boy. Because I can dig the I can dig the Puerto Rican, you know what I'm saying? That's the African woo I can dig that. Right? Good, these y'all. motherfucking essays, my nigga. These essays, my nigga, they ain't talking about that shit. Yo, brother Tim, this my this my this my thought on the differences between Puerto Ricans and them goddamn Mexican essays. This my this the difference. Puerto Ricans is black people going white. Who got mixed in with white. Got their Mexicans is white going black. They got their they they start off with Neanderthal. They more Neanderthal, and then they start to get black inside of them. Cause you know, since I know the African was here, maybe y'all was the little Mongols come over here looking like the little and mixed with us and got as dark as y'all is or whatever the fuck. But I know Puerto Ricans. These is Af- that's where the Africans come in, and then they start just getting lighter and lighter. That's where the Puerto Rico come from. But that's how I, that's how I look at the difference because they act like that. They act different like that. They some, all in all, all in all though, up here though, that's where I think a lot of that sort of black and brown pride and all that black and brown stuff can be together. I think a lot of that stems from a lot of ideas that come from the northeast, where you got a lot of those coalitions where you got the Afro, the Afro like the Afro Caribbean and the Afro Puerto Rican, and a lot of them identify with. Um, they're African descendants, so you know they. And a lot, of, but but really, where it originated from is the movements they was having, along with the civil rights movement that they was having with the essays, my nigga, down in Cat in, in in the Southwest. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I, I know. That's what it's so it's really pushing through these essays, my nigga. We know we know the we know the Puerto Ricans, my nigga, is Africans, my nigga. We know it, my nigga. You did, but my nigga, that that that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I ain't saying that the movement got started. I'm saying that that idea that we can still work together like that is still being pushed up here in the northeast because of the dealings with the Puerto Ricans. That the idea is still alive up here, but in other places where that black and brown thing, y'all can see that. Listen, man, that's not something that can work. Because you know, I, I don't know how it is out there, my nigga, but I hear them Puerto Ricans and the Mexicans don't get along. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But y'all like y'all like listen, man. The brown out here, that ain't the type of brown shit we working with. These browns out here ain't motherfucking rocking with us. These are different type of motherfuckers over here. It ain't the same type of black and brown pride y'all try to talk up there with Puerto Ricans and blacks. That's some different shit. But this essay shit, this something different. And and I know, and like I, like you saying though. The 
Puerto Ricans and Mexicans here, they don't really mess with each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? They, are, they like, they both speak Spanish a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Because I, 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 I think, the, uh, like, the Puerto Ricans, like, a lot of the Puerto Ricans, well, now it is a few Latin kids that were mixed and shit. But, but I know, like, they would be arch enemies with these motherfuckers out here. You know what I'm saying? Man, man. Let me ask you this, Brother Bourne. Do you consider the Puerto Ricans and, and, and the uh, Dominicans the same or different? Puerto Ricans and Dominicans? Yeah. You know, I think Dominicans and Haitians is more is more same. Because, like, when I see them... Oh, man. It's, that's a weird... You know, you're saying that. That's really weird. That's a really wild thing. Like, they are closely... Like they um um culturally, right? Mm-hmm. Culturally, they not connected. But when you look yeah. at them, I would yeah, the Dominicans look a little darker, don't they? Yeah, Dominicans more favor Africans African. like the Haitians, like you know what I'm uh-huh. saying? They more like their faces be a little rounder, more wider noses. You know what I'm saying? Even though you catch Puerto Rican, yeah. Same features, my partner, my partner, man, man, he's more from Puerto Rico. That that nigga blacker than me, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, so now yeah, you're two and D. You got some Puerto Ricans who black as hell. Like when you then go to talk in that Spanish shit, man. That nigga black as me. Like over here, when you see them come over, the majority of Puerto Ricans who come over are the more lighter ones. Dominicans automatically come, even though they send the light ones, but they just got so flux of ones that got the dark colors that they can't help that when you go to a Dominican community, you gonna see a bunch of dark ass motherfuckers. Dark Woolly ass hair, woolly hair, not that curly looking Puerto Rican shit. No shit like that. These are gonna be nappy haired Africans speaking Spanish, and they gonna be like, you know, they just gonna act like I'm Spanish. I ain't African. I'm a Spanish, and so we could, you know, that's that's the type of run they run. But they they look different to me. To me, if I, you know, to me, if, you know, yeah. it brought ten of them and ten of them. You, I think that you could see a little difference in how they look, but uh, culturally they about the same. They culturally almost the same type. You know, they, they do some of the same type of shit. You know what I mean? But like I said, I think that the Dominicans more favor Haitians. They more look like Haitians, makes with makes you know where like you can see that you know you look at any uh, uh, what we call a Haitian, he just looks like a regular African from West Africa. That's what the men They look they look more like this. they got the more strong African features, but some people you know, might have a little bit of that white that white context in them. They might it might be in their hair, you know, it might be they might be a little lighter and you know, certain little things, but they still be having more, like I said, more full richer African features to me anyway. Yeah. But when I see them, it's like I see the same people. I just see a, a misogynistic product, like where the whites then just bred with them so much, so they didn't really bred the African, trying to breed the African up out of them motherfuckers. But it sounds like they use they use different names to try to uh, diff, make create some type of dissension, but you're really looking at the same fucking group. Same group. I'm like, yeah, I'm no, like okay, Puerto Rico. I said the Puerto Rico. I said that ain't even no goddamn really no landmass. You know what I'm saying? I said that's like. Uh, motherfucker, just giving you terms to Puerto Ricans, nigga. Like, you a Puerto Rican? Yeah, like the, the Tainos, 
Like the Puerto Ricans mm-hmm. is basically a mix of the Taino Indians the yep. and the Spaniards. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, and like, um, even though the, the, the Dominicans, though, when you look at a Dominican, they don't really have that, that uh, what do you call that, that native-like feature. That's why I think that's why the, the Puerto Ricans yeah, have all curly ass here. But the Dominicans would be more, like I said, they had a more stronger African feature. Like, they was more like slaves of the Spaniards and just interbred with them a little bit, but didn't have yeah. that other third, um, that third phenotype. Mm-hmm. I had a little story I wanted to drop in here on the on the um, on the market and shit on the economic markets and shit. It says, um, "Go ahead and get it in, cause my, my battery's dying." <laughs> you ready? Shut him down. Okay. Well, just uh, just quick uh, hit. Um, cheap oil. All right, cheap oil edging towards uh, global economic collapse. Says uh, when the housing prices stalled in two thousand and six and then collapsed over the next three years, the subprime lending schemes quickly became exposed. Mortgage defaults led to a banking crisis. Due to the highly interconnectedness of banks globally, the problem quickly spread to banks around the world. A banking crisis led to a global credit freeze. When people can't access credit, that's when it all hits the fan. Companies can't meet payroll, don't have the liquidity, to make new orders, jobs get cut, companies go bust. Finally, the microscope on over uh, on over indebtedness of consumer and corporates turn into countries. So it says, finally, the microscope of over indebtedness of consumers and corporations turn into the over indebtedness of countries. So pretty much, countries start to fucking fold up. The economies of countries start folding up when the consumers. Uh, Ability to get resources uh, perish and corporations start to perish. Deficits lead to debt. Debt leads to downgrades. Downgrades leads to defaults. For the most part, defaults were averted because central banks and governments stepped in and coordinated, stepped in a coordinated way to stop, to stop, to backstop failing banks, failing companies, and failing countries. From that point. Continued central bank stimulus has enabled banks to recapitalize, two, fought off additional shock events, and three, restored confidence to employers to hire, uh, to investors to invest, and consumers to spend again. To follow, to follow the stock picks of the world's best billionaire investors, subscribe. Oh, get the fuck out of here. All right. As we discussed in the past two weeks, persistently low oil prices represent a risk on par with the housing bust. And in recent days, we were seeing the signs of another global financial and economic crisis creeping uncomfortably closer to a round two. As we've said, this time would be much worse because governments and central banks have exhausted the resources to bail out failing banks, companies, and countries. But central banks, namely, but central banks, namely the Bank of Japan and the European Central Bank, do have the opportunity to step in here, become an outright buyer of the commodities, particularly oil, as part of their QE programs to avert disaster. But time is the only industry 
But time is the oil industry's worst enemy, therefore a big threat to the global economy. The longer policymakers drag their feet, the closer we edge the closer we get to the edge of global crisis, a crisis manufactured by OPEC's price war. Here are the signs of here are the signs that the market is beginning to position for the worst outcome. Key bank key bank stocks in Europe are trading at lower levels than the depths of both the global financial crisis of 2009 and European sovereign debt crisis in 2012. That's pretty much it. It's a good a little deeper, but basically, you know what I'm saying, shit fucked up for that for that paper dollar. So uh you know what I'm saying? Our peoples need to be uh preparing to uh <clears throat> having to deal with high inflation and shit. So you need to be stocking up on water, decent supplies for at least what three to six month period where you might not, you know, go and go get a loaf of bread and shit might be twenty five, thirty dollars. Like it shit might just get astronomical. Mm-hmm. So most of us better get ready. And it's right. and it, it, it's not a question of if; it's a question of when. Of when? Because a fiat dollar, as we all should know, and if you don't know, a fiat dollar starts at zero and in, in, inevitably will return back to zero from which it came. Zero. You know what I'm saying? So since it's a dollar that started as nothing, it will return to nothing. You know what I mean? At some point in time. It's just you know, that's just the natural course that history has showed us for fiat paper currency. With me saying nothing from nothing. Please nothing. (laughs) Yeah. But um, you know, we we got that going on, man, and like I said, it's a, a couple more articles, a couple articles that I ain't really get to, and um, I just want to hit this real quick before we end off for the night. Just um, let y'all know about you know um, we talking about water and water supplies. Just want to let y'all know that Nestle, you know Nestle is um, a precedented deal with um, for the for the rural town. Uh, Freiburg, that's it. To the rural town of Freiburg, this made a Nestle has made an unprecedented deal with the rural town of Freiburg for a 25-year contract to be able to take their water, and uh, they own Polish Spring. So Nestle has bought it, and then they got extensions attached to it where they might be able to take this town's water for the next 45 years. Now, on the cusp of we looking at water shortages, we're looking at a lot of water in different places being um, contaminated. You know, this right here is something that we have to be wary of because this is something that, uh, you know, even though it's there, could be coming soon to a town near you where there's fresh water supplies. People buying up the water supplies and then, um, and then you know, and at any point in time, they have the ability to say, "No, we're not giving you any water. It belongs to us." So, uh, you know, I just want to put that. I just wanted to put that in, in real quick. Um, and Sam, like, and and no, I just said, okay, go ahead, I was saying the, in the town, the reason why Nestle was able 
to uh, grab up the water rights is because the town have privatized its water, its, um, you know, its water supplier. And so instead of having the state as a water supplier and having a private company, they didn't have to ask the town any question about the water there. They just took it and, you know, gave the contract. So folks going to profit them the best. And then, like brother, like you saying, brother boy, this fluoride and shit in the water is fucking people's mind up to make you think. Like every day you come to your fucking sink, this shit just gonna be flowing. You really can't perceive that you are gonna come to your crib one day. Your water won't be flowing. Your lights won't be on. You can't turn on the heat. No electricity. No water. Like motherfuckers really don't understand. That that shit is just so likely that to happen in, that it, like you said, it's not a question of if, it's when. So to the fam, get on your game, man. Go get on your game, ladies and gents. You got to be ready. This shit is coming. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no scare tactics, man. This is nah, just like you said. Water like oil. I'm telling you, water going to be like oil. It's going to definitely cause. Because uh, the CEO of Nestle was already saying that water ain't no human right. You ain't got no human rights to no water. We privatize this shit as, as need be. They are, they're trying to buy some water up in another town in Pennsylvania. They got they got it going all over. They got it going all over. So as we said earlier, you know, as, we just, as they put the distraction on us with all the transgenders and all that, and even though it's not a distraction that we shouldn't be aware of, Upon our cultural sense, we also are, are, are being bombarded with all type of poisons in the water. We're being poisoned through the water, through the fluoridation of the water. We're also having uh, uh, nuclear leaks. We're then leaking nuclear uh, uh, waste inside of the water. We have a fire raging in Missouri that is likely to run right on top of a nuclear uh, waste uh, site from the old Manhattan Project, which they, in 26 years, EPA has no thought of cleaning up. You know, we got we got these things going on. So, as uh, you know, as, as usual, 10,000 hours worth of training, you need to train your, train your mind to find uh, what the hell is happening out here. That's one of the things that we got to be able to do is train our minds to be able to look between the lines, read in between what the hell they're saying. So it's always a backstory to the backstory. So don't get caught up in one thing, you know, and then lose sight of ten more. Um, also, what else? Do we, what else we had to? What else we had tonight? Oh, you know, um, and just speaking on that though, you know, we got the hijacking of. Uh, of the movement, of a movement where, you know, people looking into seeing where black people uh, are now at least sparking a conversation about molestation in the community, and we see that immediately being hijacked by white folks. We see that happening, you know what I'm saying? But, um, and, I, you know, for the last thing, though, I want to give our, give the Black Power shout out and a salute to our brother, you know, we want to give a black power shout out, salute to our brother. Let me make sure we get 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 his um, let me get his his business right. Let me get his business right right here. This is this is a soldier right here. 
He was out trying to drum up business. Good business. <laughs> and the low life small hat. Low life small hat trying to bother our brother business. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. I want to get I'm going to get Brother Brown first name right though, and also get where uh, get where his burger where his burger stand at. Get the name of his burger stand right. All right, all right, all right. This is our brother. We're going to give the Black Power salute and shout out to our brother who in legal trouble now because of the small hat. Because our brother was doing anything doing something any responsible store owner would do, and that he comes out to advertise his new product, and he offered them small hats, some double bacon cheeseburgers, and he knows <laughs> it's and our brother was arrested for a hate crime. Now, this right here is unimaginable to be uh, 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 hit with a hate crime for, for, for small hats. Offering small hat food, and the only reason those small hats said that that uh, 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 they called on them because he said they, he was trying to mock them because he knew that Z was Jews, and because Z are Jews, Z Z thought that Z would not pay for a burger inside his spot. He's so cheap as Jews that we would take it eat the bacon burger instead of. Buying a burger from out of his spot. And he told us that, listen, and the brother said, nah, man. He told him that, look, man, I'm just offering up my new sandwich. I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought everybody eat bacon. Bacon is one of God's great gifts to the earth. So I thought they eat bacon. If they didn't want any free bacon burgers, they can go in the store and buy their own burger. If they want a different burger, go buy one on But I'm offering double bacon burgers today because it's my new one. And that's how brothers. James Francis Brown, the owner of Old Broadway Burgers and Grills Restaurant. The next time you down there in New York City, New York City, as everybody likes to say, but next time you down there on Broadway, you know what I mean? You down there on Broadway, you hit Old Broadway Burgers and Grills, and you get a brother your business. All right? So... With that being said, you know, I'd just like to give him the, the shout-out for, to, you know, for tonight. He's just trying to strum up business, and he's going to help, you know. And it ain't his fault that his burger place right next to the Jew, to that small hat synagogue. That ain't his fault. So the small hat, y'all should have just took the burgers and took the bacon off or ate the bacon like y'all normally do anyway when ain't nobody watching. And I think that was what else? What other story? Did what other story did we hear? We did the story about the crazy, crazy bags trying to uh, get popped, yes. transit again, getting bucked with the uh, forty-five nine eleven. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We got the, we got to, you know, we got our first, we got black our power, first black. transgender dead for, <laughs> for going inside a, a woman's bathroom. Shot down by that 1911 Coke 45 on his on his motherfucking ass, three to the damn chest. Make sure that the assailant is down, you know. So you 
white crime. Get them, get at it, get at it, get at it. Um, uh, also, Missouri, Missouri, uh, you know, they got legislation waiting for the governor to sign it in. The, both, both the House and the Senate both passed it, where you don't need no permit or nothing like that. You can open carry mm. any time you feel like it. And also, they have expanded the the uh, uh, stand your ground law to you can shoot anybody as long as wherever you at, you there lawfully. You know what I'm saying? As long as you ain't doing nothing, no illegal trespassing. I mean, you in the mall, somebody get to talking all slicking shit. So your your duty, your duty is to shoot them down until they cannot cause a threat anymore. This is not to wound or man. This is the deadly force. You understand? This is what shooting people is for. It's not the wound of man, but this is for deadly force. Because anytime your life feels threatened, the other life must be taken by the law. By law. I'm just trying to make sure I help y'all out in your court case. Not only should you shoot Whoever after you, if you're in Missouri, uh, you got to stand your ground law. You should shoot them and everybody who around who fight and ain't right and it is in sight. Everyone, then you can, and then you be have the perfect alibi to the judge to let them know I thought it was a white angry mob and they was coming to get me. I had to shoot everyone, everybody they had to get shot. And so then that way, you know, you'll clear yourself up. But <laughs> with that being family, um, we'd like to thank everybody for coming out. Let me open up my let me open my chat room back. All right. Oh, Black Power, what's going on, Suin? What's going on, brother Little? I'll see y'all in the cut. Everybody get on up out of here. Black Power, BB48. Black Power, BB48. Black Power, what's up with you, Sumi? Oh, just listen. Just attention to general information. Everybody. Everybody, I'm doing well, brother. I'm doing well. I'm saying, you know, that's our, that's our, that's our general. The, the general education and information right there, brother Mekaran, our general defense, brother Little. On the line, uh, Minister of Inf- Minister of Information, brother. Minister of Information. Minister of Information. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We reappropriate this title then correctly. That is the Minister of Information, Superman Karan. Uh, A.K.A. Captain Africa. A.K.A. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 Ooh. A.K.A. Run, nigga. Y'all better run. But Black I'm... Power, brother. Mickerel, Black Power, brother. Little man, how y'all doing, family? Black Power, brother. What's up, brother? Little Black Power. I look forward to uh, this Thursday being this going to be uh, Bible uh, X's uh, born day. So I look forward to think tank Thursday. I'll be on, I'll be on time. And uh, I also turned 34 that day. So it's going to be a good Thursday, family. 
Already. Let, let me put in too, man. Uh, if y'all check the queen uh, on the on the on the site on the Facebook on on the like page, she running the uh, Malcolm X Day uh, contest. Read your favorite uh, portion of a Malcolm X speech. You know what I'm saying? You ain't really even gotta be in the video. Just off to the side or whatever. Shoot, put it up there. You know and. Uh, if yours is picked, you know, get you a necklace or something. Yo, you I, I stuff. Yo, I'm going to have to talk to y'all later. Somebody's going to have to walk me through sharing and stuff like that on Facebook. I don't even know how to share no video up here unless it's on YouTube, and then I'll put it off of YouTube and then put it on somewhere. But I don't know how to share yeah. video to it. I'm going to have to get some help later. But yes, yeah, how? Um, like far as that. Before we go, we want to make sure that we acknowledge that March 19th, Think Tank Thursday, March 19th, is not only the Minister of Information's born day, but it's also our shiny prince. It's also uh, affectionately known to me as Red, but Malcolm X's birthday, born day, you know. And so uh, it's, it's now being marked when you look into African, uh, different African media sources being uh, papers and things like that, something that's been around for a little while. They're marking it internationally as an internationally celebrated African day. And so, you know, uh, being those who uh, espouse African first, second, and third on a daily basis, 24-7, we will have that as our national day, you know, Take off whatever you need to take off. Do whatever you need to do. But make sure that during this day, uh, meditations and thoughts are to be had about the shoulders that you jump off of when you uh, step off of the shoulders of our dear brother, Malcolm. So, we, uh, you know, so y'all make sure you're in there. We're going to decide whether or not you know whether we play a couple of different pieces and then just discuss them. You know, we'll see what we're gonna do, but we definitely going. You definitely going hear. You definitely going hear Big Brother's voice. Definitely going hear his voice because you know it would only be right for you to hear from him his own self when we have that ability to do that. That's power. I say that, and just to add on what you're saying, brother boy, the best way to celebrate the spirit of Malcolm X on Thursday will be question some form of authority on that day. Even if it's a small form of authority, question it. Put your foot in this ass. Be revolutionary. Cuss that motherfucking cracker out who you've been waiting to cuss off for a while. You know, put something on the cracker mind that Thursday. You know, bring it in the spirit, you know, of Malcolm X. In fact, you know, I will no longer, you know, call me Mickeron X from this show on Black Pop. Black Pop, man. Like, well, <laughs> say peace to the queen over there too, Tim. Go, Tim. Black Power, yeah, definitely peace to Sister McKeel. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something, though, as Brother Maker about saying, that would be informed fashion. Of, <laughs> it's to whoop a cracker ass. <laughs> to get a cracker, you get a chance, get a cracker, whoop his ass mentally. You know what I'm saying? Because Malcolm showed us the strength of our of our genius. You know what I'm saying?
That's what he was there to hey. do. We bring us back to that strength of being genius to show us to shine an example. And go. Genius in a black man. So that's what you use that day. Whoop their ass. Whoop their ass. All right. All right. Get one of them. Get one of them. If anything, don't, you know, don't take no shit from no cracker on that day, at least, you know. Mm-hmm. Wait, you know, have a chip on your shoulder that day when it comes to that cracker, you know. <laughs> but don't don't move off the sidewalk for that nigga. Don't even budge. Walk straight up that motherfucker's path. Motherfucker, make him move around. If a nigga say, hey, what the fuck, what the hell, buddy? I mean, do you know what the day is? And if he say no, that's the invitation to whoop that ass. <laughs> Progress. Yeah, I thought, no, nah, not even that. 
I got to oh, juggle yeah, clean, yeah. man. <laughs> I got to juggle him clean. I got to juggle everybody. <laughs> no doubt. No real shit because we had a bunch of raps going around here in New Haven. Who <laughs> was down with the black party? No doubt. Still got some motherfucking raps. Yeah, and depending on whose story you took, uh huh, that's what you'll think. So you know, I don't just want to bring the fucking <laughs> CIA informant on the motherfucking line. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Real shit, like, you know what I'm saying, and then later, I already fucked up one time, had a motherfucking crazy-ass nigga wear a tutu. On, did an interview. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, yeah too old, man. <laughs> I fought him for this Thursday, uh, Big Pain Thursday, because one of the things that Malcolm X left for us was that he, he, he prayed the day that we become politically mature. And one, the only, well, I'm not going to say the only one, but one of the main individuals who made sure that they stayed and kept us politically aware of the shenanigans run by these politicians was Kyla Muhammad. And the question I want to ask is for everybody to think on, we bring it up on Thursday, is could, could Obama be president, could he have been president on Kyla Muhammad or Malcolm X's watch? And I add in Brother Steve Coakley, Baba Steve Coakley. You guys are Steve Coakley, and I say that to say, I'm just I could just I could just picture Khalid getting in all the Jews' asses who supported and put Obama in the position he is now. And there's a vacancy right there. It's a big vacancy right there. It's, it's a vacancy for top. Quality black leadership who's speaking the right shit at the right time. It's a vacancy there. Who's going to fill them shoes, family? That's what I was speaking about. That's what I was speaking about. Right now, it's not no yeah. it's not a nationalist voice. On the, uh, it could be anybody, on, though. On the, it could be anybody. I say, nigga, we're going to fill them shoes. That's who's going to fill them. We're going to fill them. That's okay. it. If you take that consideration, ain't no look for a savior. Ain't no look. Ain't no reason to look for a savior. Look in the mirror, and you are in here. You sent yourself. And if, if you else. keep that in mind, and you remember what Malcolm X said, you remember what what uh, Carl Muhammad, who studied Malcolm, said in light of studying the cracker politics, you won't have individuals getting all riled up about Donald Trump. You won't even have a lot of people voting. No. They will only vote for that shit that's going to do them some motherfucking good. They would never go to the polls unless it was something that would affect the bond in their goddamn community. Nothing else. And you would have our voice on the on the, on the bigger level to be able to take, take a stand and say we don't stand with that transgender bullshit. Huh? We ain't standing with this faggotry. But instead, shit, that's, to me, that's not hoping for a savior. That's having the speaker. That's having the speaker for the house. Mm. You did. That's what it is, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Every every organization has a speaker, my nigga. Speaker to let the people know exactly where the fuck we stand at. But right now, as far as black nationalism, we are a big ass organization. No motherfucking speaker, and we we won't even put one out there 
because, I mean, of course, we've seen what done happened so many times over and over. You know, put it, it made us scared to put one out there. We, we the speakers, brother John. We the speakers now, baby boy. But we're not on the level, though, family. We're we not on the level. We're not, but we got to be real with it. We got to be real with it, bro. Wait, you know I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. We have nobody on that mass level, my nigga. That's well, why it's just accepted as if all black people accept that faggotry. Because nobody on that level, level can speak for us, my nigga. The people who. The people on the mass level who look like they speak for us, accept it. Because you're saying that. I had, I, I listened to some brothers, some hood dudes, and when hood dudes talking, when they talk about a strong black man in America, they, the number one person that come up is Farrakhan. It's Farrakhan. Farrakhan come up as the number one all the time, number one strong black man in America. If you want, like when you're just talking to dudes and, and Farrakhan come up, is is always his image is always that of strength. But he's one of the ones who, who at the same time, he is agreeable, okay, with the homosexual agenda for his own accent. You know what I'm saying? His ways and actions show that he's okay with not only homosexuality, but also misogyny. Yeah, misogyny. Also okay with misogynism. So, you know what I'm saying? To be okay with misogyny and homosexuality at the same time is detrimental as a leader of... And you know what's sad about it, brother boy? It's on that that mass level, Farrakhan has been the top person for the last... Forty fucking years, my nigga. Where have we, where have we got us, my nigga? You feel me? Well, well I'm, this is what I'm saying, my nigga. Like, I'm talking about what RBG saying today. I ain't talking about Farrakhan that Islam shit. They got they speaker. That's they that's they speaker. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about RBG Nation, my nigga. Red, black, and green. Marcus Garvey. We have nobody, nobody right now, my nigga. They they just even don't even know it exists. Half these motherfuckers, nobody pushing that line on the mass level. Yeah, don't don't, don't. That's what I mean. And, and and I know. And the, and the argument I hear is that is that it's a is that we looking for a savior. No, I understand that everybody has to be their own leader, my nigga. I'm not speaking of that. I'm not speaking of that. Everybody has to be their own leader, my nigga. But what I'm speaking to, my nigga, is our voice being out, having a platform, our voice being put out on that platform, my nigga, not on the level of no city or no irritate or no uh, Omar. That, that's, yeah, they get around, yeah, they do the election, but I'm not talking about on that level, bro. I'm talking about on the real level, my nigga. That's the question you have to ask, then. You see that, right? We got to look at it. You know, and that's definitely a conversation to be had about how to push that agenda or what we got to look at the pros and cons of of that situation and see what, you know, see how we could push it either either way. You know what I mean? Because when you look at Malcolm, bro, Malcolm was the greatness he was, my nigga, but it was also because, my nigga, you had the nation, my nigga, but they pushed him out there. He he speaks fast, nigga. You know what I'm saying? 
My nigga, every organization, every gang, my nigga, you go to pen, my nigga, every gang got a speaker, my nigga, come to the come to the uh meeting, my nigga. It ain't everybody and their mama come to the meeting. Everybody play their part. But this is speaking for the house, my nigga. Well, that's going to be something. So you're saying that, you're saying that, right? You know, uh, cats get together all the time. It's something that has to be put out to the board, but then that's the thing about the RBG Nation. How we do we get, you know, you know we need a, a set of solidified code of conduct rules and constitutional okay. guidelines, you know what I mean, that hold the culture together. Just some layman things that hold us all together, no matter what state, city, county, nation, country you at. You know what I'm saying? That this is, this, is, this is what it is and this is what everybody practices. Then you can have somebody who speaks for you because commonality Besides just saying, yo, I'm redback and green, I love Garvey, because everybody not down with the UNIA. Everybody not down with, you know what I mean, certain groups. It's a question we got to ask, family, right? Timing is everything, right? The question I would ask is, will Malcolm X, we just have a hypothetical question. Do you think Malcolm X will have just as much success if he was born in this age, pushing his idea, then you see the point I'm making? The time in which he grew up in, the numbers were in our favor. It was right. That, and it produced that type of individual. You see what I'm saying? Right now, Gil Scott made a song called The Revolution Will Not Be Televised, right? I, I see that song as a fucking prophecy for the revolution. So right now, while Europeans are in the business of creating culture, creating social cultures and fads, right? Real RBGs need to be in seclusion. Under the radar. Cabo Kimbone, when he made that speech on CNN, and said the problem with the, with the world are white people, he said, he, people also missed when he, the point when he said, the way you spend your time, the way you spend your money is either revolutionary or you're supporting the opposition. See what I'm saying? So the hardest thing, so right now, being that... We may not have the, the, the time may need may not need for us to have a national speaker right now. Why? Well, first off, this is the first time in America's history that the government on all the media outlets. Name one independent immediate outlet that's successful. GMZ. Yeah, ain't no newspaper. Ain't no ain't, no nobody like no ain't no no one wants the story no more. No one cares about a story. Everybody we're living in very apathetic times. People don't give a fuck about any individual no more. We're taught this through school. Only way you're going to survive is you're going to have to. It's all about you. When you watch shows like uh, uh, Survival and all that shit, the motherfuckers are indiv- they, they, in America, you have to be a successful individual. That's because to be a successful individual is to be what? That's, not, that's, that's, a, that's a successful capitalist. The, the whole, I, I, the whole, I just the think, whole, man, I, while right. I can agree with some of the things saying, Brother Rick Ryan, I, I, I agree with, you know what I'm saying, some things have to stay underground, and I and I agree with that, bro. But, you know what I'm saying, I just, I just do believe, though, that the man, the conversation has to be had, though, my nigga. I, that's all I'm saying. It has to be had, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because on the, on, the, on the way, on the path niggas going right now, Nigga, they, I mean, I believe in legacy, bruh. You know what I'm saying? And the legacy that, that that's being left for, for, 
for revolutionary niggas right now, in this time right today, is that we agree with that faggotry, my nigga. Is that we agree with it, my nigga? Because who is speaking for us? Who is speaking for us, my nigga? Who do they see when they turn on the... Who do they see, my... What are they seeing? Black Lives Matter. Of course we know who pushed it. Of course we know that that's what... Yes, we know that, my nigga. But I'm saying, our assets are not having a a a, 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 a spokesman or, or, some, or someone to say, my nigga, no, that's not what we stand for. You see what I'm saying? They don't speak for me. See, I've been part of this. I'm speaking to you personally. I've been away for like eight. I liked it, brother Tim. I I, I liked it when he was very small, brother Tim. I ain't lying. Because when we first, you know, when I first got with him in 09, wasn't a black Hebrew out until two, three years ago. And when when them black Hebrews came up and the way they would fight us with that Bible, it made me... Everything said he said was right. A lot of these niggas ain't going to be on our team. And we need to quit wasting a lot of effort trying to save motherfuckers who don't want to be sick because they don't want no history. So they think that we can't build the civilization. We ain't never had civilization about white folks. White folks doing us a favor. You see what I'm saying? Well, I mean, keep underground, meaning the circle nice and tight. Just because our numbers, it's about strength and capabilities. And nowadays with this information era, one, two, three, four, five, a, a successful group of 16 individuals spread out in, in a couple of states could do some damage. If they, if they motherfucking mind is on it. I learned that from Islam. You know what I'm saying? I learned that part from Islam. It don't take a whole lot of motherfuckers. It just take motherfuckers who eat, sleep, shit, and doing that shit every day and have a higher agenda other than just selling for, you know, okay, I got my beer today. My bills is paid. You know what I'm saying? Okay, look, now look, brother. Now look, brother. You you saying what I see? See, I think we disconnected right now. I think because that's not what I'm speaking to. You feel me? That's not what I'm speaking to. My I know. I know that that's what I know that nigga that it don't take everybody. I, I mean, I, I push that all the time. It don't take no masses. I, I, I that's not what I'm speaking to, family. You know what I'm saying? What I'm talking about, my nigga, is when you got a when you got a when we look through history, right? We went Marvin Blaney, we went Garvey, we went goddamn me, uh, Elijah Muhammad, Malcolm X, my nigga, you know what I'm saying, Farrakhan, right? A steady stream of, of nigga, uh, and I got to put uh, Dr. Khaled in there, you know what I'm saying, Dr. Khaled, you know what I'm saying, I got I to gotta add him on there, my bad on that, you know what I'm saying, Pete. But, but you know what I'm saying, what, I, what, I'm, what I'm speaking to is the, is the, it's the long, the line, my nigga, of constant, my nigga. It, you know that they can only go so far because you had a black nationalist strong sense. You know what I'm saying? Uh, leadership. You know what I'm saying? Or, or uh, person in leadership that would challenge that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? What I believe, my nigga, is when we had the times we had that, the times we had somebody in that kind of position. The masses, my nigga, had to think, my nigga. The masses of black people was forced to fucking think, my nigga. Because why? Because you're not just getting one side of the fucking story. Like, this is all black people is like this. You feel me? 
You had a Malcolm X to offset the Martin Luther King. You had a motherfucking me, you know what I'm saying? Bay of Rustin bitch ass couldn't get his message out because you got the Malcolm X right here. You got this nigga can't get his message all the way out because you got Garvey right here, a WD boy. You see what I'm saying? But now what we got, we got Obama, but we don't have, we got Obama on their side. We don't have nobody offsetting that bullshit. Well, okay. That's what I'm speaking all, all, I was, to, all I was saying That's is why you know why that is. Every one of them, every one of them black leaders you name existed during segregation. So to, to agree with you saying, I agree exactly what you saying. We ain't had a strong leader bro, since bro, the grace. Dr. Collins was after segregation, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? And name somebody else. He was still confined to the aspects of his religion, though. He was still confined to the audience. It was after he made a bigger mark, and he made a bigger mark after he died. But let's be real. A lot of his confines talk was, was on the cracker, but he was more or less confined to the religious aspects of our struggle. He did his thing. I ain't taking nothing from college. But he came with a religious aspect first. Even though Malcolm X did the same thing, Malcolm X was the only one. There was a lot of motherfuckers during that time because it was segregation. The, the, the powder keg was hot, and we were separated. All we had was us. We've done worse now because we've integrated into their culture. And when you that's a subtle form of we basically gave up because if it's, if it's about the problem, while we integrate into their power structure, and we we all we we compromise everything just to integrate. We compromised everything to integrate. And then, that now you can't even speak on like we live in a sensitive ass time. It's very <laughs> yeah. Just okay, okay, brother Tim. The fact that. Ain't nobody saying nothing about homosexuality. Show you these motherfuckers is intimidating and forcing this shit. No, I mean fuck, not even you know, not even asshole niggas. It's like Pepsi and Coca Cola. You still got a choice, right? I don't like Pepsi, right? They ain't giving you no choice. It's just accepted. This is the first thing ever like that. The first every concept in American culture gives you two choices. Am I right? Even the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. Voting is two aspects, right? Mm-hmm. Marriage is two aspects. Either you win marriage or you're not. You're either pro-abortion or you're not. Then the third will come in. Transgender, lesbian, and, and you have no choice. Everybody bought and paid for. And before you can do that, they bought and paid everything. You, Brother Little be talking about this. Everything you see on TV, that's the first thing. Well, they, yeah, you're right. No. Independent, no independent media sources. He bet the, the, the media, the, the, the bailout. The financial bailout. When you look at most of the corporations, there were media and private, uh, uh, private firm companies and so forth like that. Which they, which they is, is, there, uh, is there no, uh, is there no way, like you know, Malcolm spoke to the message to the grassroots. Is there no way we can make a grassroots leader to that level, to that level that put out that's from the people, my nigga? Is, that, is that out of the question completely? No, your brother Tim. We just are creating a new culture. Well, listen, right? This is how I'm looking at it, right? I see where brother Tim coming from, and I think that it's not going to be. It's not about the one person, but it's about that strong ideal again that's being pushed. The idea of having strength don't even exist no more. Because you you saying that? I remember college said something one day. He was like, "Yo." As long as Elijah Muhammad was pushing that the white man was the devil, the people were good in the community. He said, but once this 
once they stopped pushing that ideology, the people fell to the wayside. And I think that it's not only a strong voice, but also you have to, we have to stand on that strong message. And a lot of people don't want to stand on that message at all because that would be a message that could still be transcended amongst everybody that know because all you got to do is have everybody, that's what you want. And then mm-hmm. you tell the people you encounter them, that's what you want. I think that it's the idea that's going to have to be spread first, and the idea might grow a person, you know what I'm saying, who will be a, a, who can who can transcend some thir- certain things and be able to be a spokesman that go here and there. But I think that we we really going to have to work on just the idea and uh, making sure that every single place got a person or got a group or got a thing that speaks strongly in that city about that. All the time. So then you're going to be able to get noise if you're strongly there. You're going to have to pump it like that because, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's consistent. It's consistent. So yeah. hard for it to again. Right. So, now, look, okay, now look, let me add to what y'all said. I agree with what you said. Let's add in Let's add in the benefit of segregation. We go, like, I'm going to give you an example. We complain a lot, a lot of these uh, entertainer niggas. Why they don't spin back on their community? Imagine, imagine if you was a millionaire in segregation and you had to spend money with your people because you couldn't get in the Gucci stores. They wouldn't allow you in there. You couldn't go to the red carpet. They didn't allow you in there. You see what I'm saying? So you had to spend your money with your people. That did us justice. From the smallest platform, from the other platform, you can go to a town and you didn't know not one black person there and you were straight because you had to deal with your people to travel. Now, niggas can know you and see you walking and not even say nothing because it's integration. You see what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to build that that, that, that base when it's kind of hard. This illusion of social equalness is fooling a lot of people. Where you come with your background, uh, uh, where you work at, where your parents work at, and so forth. When it used to be segregation, it didn't matter none of that, damn damn it. You had to spend, you you was black, you had to be with your your own people. You see what I'm saying? I, I I I think though, man, like, cause, cause I like to look at like I, I like to study the past organizations and look at their tactics or how they, you know what I'm saying? And I and I have to believe my nigga that when Huey, my nigga, was sitting back in his time, he was having this same kind of him and Bobby had to be having the same kind of question, my nigga, seeing all these different organizations out here. You feel me? You seeing all these different organizations. You know what I'm saying? You knowing that none of them really is talking about bringing it to this motherfucking cracker, my nigga. None of them. You know what I'm saying? You even seeing the nation right there. That shit, I mean, like, goddamn, I just got a thing. Like, damn, I know them niggas have been going through all kinds of trying to solution, find some kind of solutions. That's all I'm. That's all I'm bringing up. Different. Options, my. I mean, that's 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 what I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I try every goddamn thing. I look at the nation, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? They they goddamn had to come in bully. They came in bully bully mode, my nigga. Even the Black Panthers came in bully mode, nigga. Both them come up in segregation. You got to talk to your people because they won't allow you to make no other speeches because of segregation. 
So you had a for sure guarantee that the majority of your audience at any event will be all black. And they had to come to your event because they couldn't go nowhere else. They couldn't go nowhere else. And if they did, they had to sit up in a high balcony or something like that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like to go to the rally. Man, we gonna, we gonna look up, my nigga, and goddamn me. This is our fear, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? 50 years, 100 years down the line, my nigga, when they write stories of this time period, the leader is gonna be a fucking D Ray McKesson or some shit. You okay. feel me, my nigga? Ready. This is how it's going. This is what we got. We thinking of legacy, my nigga. Not it's about the legacy, bro. Not right it. now, we have nothing to fight for us on our end, my nigga. We got these feet on the ground tapes. Yo, that's no listen, no brother, brother, that, little. That's I mean, about it. On some real shit. That's where, like, that's where it's at right now. What's going to be? What's going to be? What, what's going to be written for us is going. What's going to be written by us? Because time already done put D. Ray McKesson on the front of the motherfucking cover and shit. Talking about the year of the protesters. He already done been in Yale. He, he got his face inside the fucking magazines. He already known as the protesters. So they yeah, already, so this shit, that shit is the bag. That's what it is. He already known as that. We're going to have to write our own narrative. Because we, I got to look at it that we're going to win the war. So if you're gonna win the war, you need to start. You're gonna have to start writing the tale. So we got to write our own tale because if we de- if we depend on the enemy to give us the inf- to give us our information, and then then we still failing again. We failing our babies who come after us. We failing them by not giving them our story, not finding a way to write the story, record our own story, by thinking that listen, they gonna record our story wrong. Fuck what they record is gonna be wrong, and we got to make sure that we. Or we teaching that to our babies from the jump. Whatever they tell you in history is a motherfucking lie. Don't believe nothing they say. Nothing at all. Take take whatever they say. Believe the opposite. Then work back from there. Period. Because that's just gonna have to be what it is. But I, I mean, I can feel that on the, that'll work on a personal level. But I'm looking at shit from the mass and from the mass, bro. That is a major L, my nigga. That's a big ass L for the for the Africans, my nigga. Big ass L, bruh. No matter how we look at it, I know we can do for our kids personally, and we can try to implement it in that person. But I'm talking about the millions and millions of black folks here, my nigga. That ain't really going. That ain't really don't really. That's being mistaught themselves, so they ain't gonna really be able to say. Everything hey, let me, let me, they just be happy that this motherfucker interested in some history. No, I mean, when we were separated unequal, it was more of a reality that the white man was the devil. See, when you got integration and you got these, come on, man, we got these Gucci stars and you got niggas that's balling, niggas that's a few niggas that's making it. You see the point I'm making? Yeah. It's, it it's, it's not. It's not. It's not unequal at all. It's. It's, it's all on your, uh, like Emily said, your advantage, your uh, ability to take advantage of certain opportunities given to you. You see what I'm saying? Become it's, it's, it's rubbish. See, back then when it was when it was uh, 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 separate and uh, so-called would it be uh, separate and equal. We, we, you, you had the right. We can you, you need no cracker really. Like, we can build our own businesses, and we did, and we did better. 
because we had to, you know, we need to assess that because we are the children of, of, of integration. Everybody on this line got, got that in common. All our parents grew up in segregation. And I'm speaking for myself. They are strong. My aunties, my grand, they all had, they got to, you know, they reflect the time which they came up in. You know what I'm saying? And they, they didn't, you know, their self-hate ain't as strong as some of these youngsters' self-hate, basically what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? I say. They just had to, you know, endure and get their shit together, basically. You see what I'm saying? Because they, you know, they knew what we could do by sticking together because they grew up in a time where all we had was us from the smallest level. You know what I mean? Like how immigrants first come over here, you know, I don't care if they're Dominican, like y'all talking about earlier, or Mexicans, they come over, and, even if we, you know, they stick to each other. You know, that's where we had their segregation. We the only, we we were the only, you know, I only want to say immigrants. We were the only second-class citizens that integrated. And integrated, you know, once we do something, we master it. So now, you got niggas who, ha, 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 hey, honey. And these niggas is black. They are, they are clearly American culture. Celebrate every holiday. You see what I'm saying? They've integrated to accepting American customs, American rituals. So it's kind of hard to reach them type of motherfuckers in this sensitive-ass age we in now with homosexuality. And you can't be in the... They, they lock you up. They always lock you up. But now they really lock you up for telling the truth. And putting the blame on you for saying something that's right. You know what I mean? Crazy. It's like Power Family. Brother Minka Rye. That's what an interview is about. You got to make sure you get nothing but them people in there like that. A true believer is the worst motherfucker you could ever have. You know what I'm saying? And they put true believers in position of power. And that's why the fucking freedom shit don't move. Like Power. But a little signing out. Oh, like power, bro. Like power, man. Yo, I don't be trying to be, you know what I mean? Look, I just speak reality, family. You know what I mean? I'm going to say, man, like, look, man, you know, I ain't go, I ain't your cheerleading coach. I'm the nigga that's going to tell you, nigga, you fucking up. Your jumper look nasty, nigga. You need to keep working on that, bitch. I know you're feeling yourself, but that shit ain't Steph Curry, nigga. You know what I'm saying? A nigga need to hear that, man. We living in a time right now. See, that's what Mickey Rob was talking about. When you was living in them times back then, no pats on the fucking back, nigga. See, that's what that's what Amos Wilson was talking about in his book, Psychology of the Child, when your child learning to walk. Don't start motherfucking throwing a party. He's supposed to. You understand what I'm saying? You ain't supposed to buck dance over every fucking thing. And niggas don't get a pat on the back for being a daddy. Nigga, you supposed to. You know, the pat on the back for being a mama. What the fuck are you supposed to? Are you serious? That's where we come to. That's what happened when you're in Little League and everybody get a trophy just for joining a fucking team. I say. See? It ain't earned. Yeah. You see? Hard work and dedication. Niggas ain't work hard. That's what welfare is for. That's going to take away your dedication. You know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking with Steve Coakley principles at all times. 
Intention plus capabilities equal a threat. We are not a threat to the cracker because we are not capable to plan out anything we intend to do. Point blank, period. You know what I'm saying? And until that is, 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 is changed, then you will become a threat. And then you will see phase annihilation. Hmm. Say, ain't nobody playing in this motherfucker but us, bam, bam. That's all I keep trying to say for a little while. Black power. Black power. Wow. The black power, finally, I was in the slave. What could I say now? You feel me? Black power. Black power. Well, you know, well, with them poignant words, you know, our brother little set it off for us. I think this conversation, though, is a slaughterhouse Saturday uh, on, on, on a Thursday, Malcolm X. You want to say this a Thursday, yeah. What did you say? So we'll save this. Malcolm X, Nicaragua Day. You feel, feel? Black power to you two times. So we'll, yeah, we'll be rocking off Think Tank Thursday. We'll be touching on pieces of this because, you know, we're going to make sure that we got some clips with our brothers uh, speaking to certain points on uh, where we at. And, you know, uh, niggas is afraid to bleed going to definitely come on. But uh, with that being said, we definitely thank everybody for coming out tonight. Thank all the family for listening, all the people who tuned in tonight, and everybody who's going to get the download. Y'all make sure y'all look into the archives. We always doing, moving, and grooving. Um, check, us, uh, check us out next Thursday, and that will be 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 on the west side, the best side, line up in between. So you can get that centralized time. You know what it do. We'll be rocking off a, a international holiday for our dear brother Malcolm. And we'll be celebrating the born day of our Minister of Information, the suit in Nicaragua. Yay, yay. And with that being said, we'd like to close off with how the same way that we come in, you know, with a praise that turner, glory to God, be long, let the spirit of Dr. Kyle of the Dual Muhammad, praise Harriet Tubman, glory to I.B. Wells, and long live the spirit of Sister Fanny Luhamer, a beautiful holy day. Cracker in the trunk. House nigga too. Oh. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.